the whole point is I'm telling her, okay, they're doing ab work, they're doing back work, they're doing leg and ass work, but it's all of these things combined that give you what it is you're seeing. And they've both been women. And both of them have looked around and been like, damn, like, look at her butt. Like, look at that girl's butt. Like, how does she, like, what's going on there? And I'm like, well, do you ever feel like, like we could be living differently? I just love Bring that, like, Bogan. My name is Earl Lonnie Hooks. Special thanks to everyone that will be joining us today on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube this week. Also, the God of me honors the God in each and every one of you. <laughs> but also this week, we have yet another CrossFit extraordinaire. Nope. <laughs> You're going to do the same thing nobody, as Mikey. Nobody, nobody, nope. <laughs> Uh, yogi. Okay, I'll take it. You yes. take yogi. Yeah, definitely. You're a yoga practitioner. I literally did yoga in this outfit today. What else? What else are you? Human being. <laughs> Jess Spence. You heard it here. Jess Spence is here. Oh, yeah. And also, because I said I wanted to lay this out for everyone. Ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Important. <laughs> of of, of seven, seven years removed. <laughs> that's accurate <laughs> now now this is a this is a special sort of pod you know to do this is a very special sort of content it's interesting i'm uh, and, I, and i again i told you i wanted to set the content because content matters mm-hmm. or context i should say mm-hmm. content within context mm-hmm. matters absolutely so Seven years ago. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> just so, just so we're all on the same page here. Just so we're all on the same page. We it, it, we have a relationship. There are ups, there are downs. We're both we're, we're a part of both the ups and downs. I have a whole lot more culpability, I think, in the downs than you probably did. You we know okay. who knows. I don't know, but we're gonna get to that if That's that is be, a thing. All right, maybe we don't have to, but maybe. But just, just again, so they have a decent idea of where we're starting. Mm-hmm. There comes a crossroads for you. This is the way that I remember. There comes a crossroads for you, and you come to me and you say, oh. hey, Earl, I'm at a crossroads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are two roads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is exactly one. Right. One of them has you on it. Oh, God. <laughs> the, the other one doesn't have you on it, it so a, it a so what do you think <laughs> so, so what do you think i mean that's a valid right like that's, that's a very without getting question. into details absolutely that's, that's what it was mm-hmm. and i said and, and this was this is how i knew i was starting to mature because it was that moment when i said you care about this person. So do stop being an asshole. Okay. Like we got to make the decision at some point in time for you to grow up. And this was the moment was like, okay, let her go down that road without you because you know that you're not willing to give what needs to be given right now in order for this to be a real thing. So go ahead and jump your ass out of here and let her go down the other road. And so I don't remember it being quite that smooth, but yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't that smooth. I mean, 
I definitely remember me just being like, yeah. <laughs> really? I could have swore. Bro, I, in my mind, I was like, go do but what needs to be done it, for you. But it wasn't, it definitely was not a devastating, like, well, in, horrific breakup. There was not, right. you know, like. And so, and so that, that brings me to my next point in this is because it wasn't a horrible, devastating, crucial, you know, catastrophic sort of fissure in the earth. Seven years goes by. Or six, I guess, at this point that I'm getting to now in this story. Keon and I make a podcast. And it would have to have been after we made an Instagram for it, because I don't know exactly how else you would have come across it. Definitely I saw it through. Keon shared it. Oh, uh, yeah. On Instagram. Yeah. And then I right, found right, it. Right, right, Yeah, okay. definitely. So, so we make a podcast. And then I don't know exactly at what point in time you started reaching out or we you were notified that you were listening to it. I forget like around which episode. Been, you or... guys had been doing the podcast for a couple of months. Right. Because uh, I had catching up to do when okay. I started listening to it. And this is how I am. I've since started listening to like two other podcasts additionally. And I'm the same freaking way where I feel like I need to start from episode one. I don't care if there's mm. 600 episodes. It like, I need to Why watch you... the evolution okay, of okay. whatever this is. So I was okay. like, if I'm going to understand where they are today, I clearly need to know what they were doing two months ago. So I started from the first episode. I caught all the way up. Um, yeah. And it was really fantastic, honestly, like having not communicated with you in so long mm. to ha- kind of have this window into like, oh, my gosh, this is how he's doing. And I get right. to I get to kind of observe that without mm. intruding into your life or just popping back in being, you, hey, what's up? You, we haven't talked in seven years. How are you doing? You've said like, this before, though, <laughs> this intrusion of things. For anyone that listens to this, I am the person to intrude. If you want, I have the sort of life you want to intrude on. If you want to intrude, come do it. Because I'm not one of these, like, I don't do it like these regular ass weird people with relationships. No, that's like, it's weird to me. Again, all of this is are is so ephemeral, right? Right? Like this world can just come and go at any moment. People wake up all the time thinking that they're just going to go on about their day and have a great day and do whatever it is they do, and then they end up getting killed. It happens every that is someone's story, that is many many people's story every single day. Yeah. So what I'm saying is I don't I don't these grudges and like weird energy sustained through the years and years. Like I had a friend <laughs> Oh my god. I, I had a friend talking to this chick and he brought my name up. Just, I don't know. It just came up in conversation. And this is someone I used to know, the, the woman he's talking to from a long time ago and probably my worst, definitely my worst days. And my name just came up and she was like, don't you ever fucking say his name around me again. Very Voldemort. And like, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah no. Like don't acknowledge his existence with me around. And oh. He was just like, what are you talking about? Like, that's my man. Like, what are, you, what are you talking about? And she was just like, listen, that's that's fine. He can be that to you. If you want to talk about him or say his name, just you talk about some talk about it with someone else. Like, we're getting off the phone if you say his name again. So, again, it wasn't even near close to that, which allowed you to be able to come back so many years later what and I support. Because think- if it wasn't like that, you wouldn't have came back and supported. Maybe. Right. No, I see what you're saying. It's 
I feel like this very, very important details to understand about how people evolve or devolve. Uh, this was something that I was thinking a lot about recently because a relationship that I was just in that ended was the longest that I have ever been with another human being. Yes. And I which, had a which very... was which was the other road, by the way. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, spoiler alert. Yeah, that was the other road. Okay. So it was the longest relationship that I had ever been in. You feel like you have a very firm understanding of a person having lived with them and been with them and experienced life with them for this much time. Okay. Relationship ends. Okay. And fast forward. Yeah. Yep. Fast forward. Relationship ends, and I haven't spoken much to this person after the relationship. Okay. But the people that we're mutual friends with mm -hmm. and spending time with them, like they'll come and they'll tell me stories about the kind of behavior that he's partaking in right now. And it, I feel like I don't even recognize it as a human right. being. And right. so this is one of those things like, he's like, I'm out here now. Independent, like, seriously independently of a relationship because i think that you might have had this conversation i'm i have a I'm hearing this conversation recently about like some people feel that they are a better person when they're in a relationship like oh so, sometimes if they're with somebody that wants them to be you know their best self you're mm. gonna feel like i want to be my best self because i have this person that i'm also trying to support like mm. i'm gonna try to be that best and that might have been what happened but independently of that relationship, I feel like that person and how they are carrying themselves and how they're living about their life, that is really what you need to be looking at. Like when nobody else is really paying attention to you. Yeah. And it blows my mind, like the kind of person that he is now. And I'm like, I would not, ideally after a relationship, like I don't, I'm the type of person that like if a relationship ends, I feel like I don't want to again the grudges and everything like that that's not really that doesn't sit well resentment feels gross in my body i don't like it so i'm like if we can just this is what happened this was our relationship it didn't work out right for the long term but this was cool what we had and now we're moving forward if we could be like that amazing absolutely fantastic but i'm like i wouldn't choose to continue going and being friends with this person mm. now what i'm seeing yeah and i think mm. that makes a really big difference because i was paying attention to you Right after our relationship, by listening to this podcast, mm -hmm. I'm like, let's check in with Earl and see how he's doing. Right, and I'm like, okay. fantastic. All he's right, sounds solid. He's <laughs> continuing to be this bright, shining light that I was familiar with mm -hmm. when I knew him. So, I'm like, yes, I will absolutely reach out and you know that connect. that so, makes things much much easier because I think that makes a when, big big difference when you see people that you knew from back in the day. It can go one of two yes. ways. So it's very, very good. It feels so good to the heart and soul when you see someone that you really cared about and spent a lot of time with, and then mad time went past. You see him again, you're like, fuck, yes! Like, you're still on, like, you look healthy. It makes a big difference to how you are as a human being because yeah. definitely if you are just a hateful human being and you're, like, terribly insecure and you mm. see somebody thriving, you're like, fuck them. Yeah. And you're just, you're like, I need to somehow get back at them for being happy and oh, successful. Nah. Like, oh, nah. it's no. And, and that's, I think. Oh, no, nah, that's I crazy. Think, I think that's hilarious. Oh, oh no. Nah, that's, <laughs> I, you know what's funny is, you, you, don't say deserve, you, you don't deserve you, to be happy. You you say something like that, and it takes me a second to, to like, even oh, catch up really to what are, you're even oh, talking yes, about. Definitely. Yeah, I'm like, what are you talking? Like, why would you? What oh are you my talking gosh! About? But no, that is people's lives. Mm 
Um, but anyway, yeah, so we were able to get to this point. We were able to come back, listen to stuff, start supporting and, and, and sharing us on Instagram and stuff like that. And then many, many months later, we have a conversation or a few through DMs and stuff like that. And then months later, which is now, we have a conversation of, hey, you want to come on the podcast? <laughs> and so and so the reason I did all of this setting up the context is so that everyone listening can know that this is the first Literally? real conversation Literally. <laughs> that we've had amongst each other in over seven years. This is going to be a great time. Yeah. So so I felt like I felt like that needed to be said. Yes. Now, I had an opening question for you. Oh boy. Excited. <laughs> but I but I think I might know the answer. Now, I'm going to ask you what the question is. If it's not that answer, then I'm just going to allow you to go and tell me the answer. No, no. If it is, then it is whatever it is. We'll see what it is, but I'm going to ask you both either way. Okay. You heard me ask Mikey this too. This is something I want to I yeah, want to yeah, ask yeah. everyone. I'm trying to get into people's minds. I want to know what the meaning for us as individuals are. Like what what are we yeah. what are we getting up and moving around for? So the question is formally now, what has been at the forefront of your mind for however long you want to say, a week, month, year? I like, actually thought that it was significant when you brought this up to Mikey too, because this is what kind of uh, solidified this answer for me. Okay, is because you were like. You know, be it like, is it something that you're afraid of? Is it something that you're working on? Like when yeah, you started yeah, yeah, saying yeah. all of those things, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I have, this is something that is still kind of recent in m- my mind um, and in just kind of building things up, but um, establishing my own business and oh, yes, like branding myself and what is going to go into that, what that looks like and the kind of steps that go into that. And I have had uh, many anxiety attacks about this. <laughs> so, <laughs> Thank you for your honesty. I wanted to make sure that you know, it was like this is many this anxiety is several, attacks. Multiple. <laughs> so I wanted to make what sure. Did, do you really get them? Yeah. Or is that just a joke? What yeah, did, no. Because I mean, I feel like everyone has dealt with anxiety, yes. right? It's just we deal with them differently or they hit us at different levels, yes. whatever the case is. What tactics have you learned? What strategies do you have to deal with it? And what does it even look like? Like, how do you know it's coming? Okay, well, I was going to say, there's a couple things to go into this. One, I think that a lot of people, I, I, I use the word anxiety attack just now. I have definitely experienced anxiety attacks. What I was referring to in the moment was probably very disrespectful to people that actually have regular anxiety attacks. That was more of like, a breakdown, if you will. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I feel I don't like, know. I feel like breakdown <laughs> is okay. still a, a lot. enough. Okay, but I was like, I don't want to, because I think anxiety and stress are different things, or they might manifest a little bit differently. I feel like, like people one, can use stress and be very like. I feel like that's functional. a chicken or the egg. Mm, um, I feel like anxiety can beget stress, and stress can beget. Okay, anxiety. all right, that's fair. I was like, I feel like some people when they have. Some people get motivated by stress and like they oh like they can do mm-hmm. something with other people. I feel like they might just look at stress as like oh this is overwhelming and like my hair's falling out and I'm losing sleep and all of this stuff and it's like oh, it's that's a very <laughs> the hair's know, falling but out. they might and that might just be like almost like a state that they live in like I am in this high level of stress versus this anxiety attack where it's like I'm operating fine and then all of a sudden I'm completely overtaken by this thing. You know, and it's like in that moment, it you it's 
I think it's okay it's, to say that's anxiety. I think you don't have to feel is, bad about saying that. Right. I don't. Yeah. So that's one of those things. Like, um, this was a, a couple of years ago. Um, I'm being just very honest about this. I was that we've been. I get, I get, I get, I get, I get people to do that. You know, this is, this is what I do here. Um, so welcome to the any last words pod. (laughs) Amen to that. So I am also a personal trainer. And back when I was personal training at a gym, a commercial gym, I was working with a client and this client had a stroke in front of me Mm. and it was horrifying. It was absolutely terrifying. First time you've ever seen one. Yes, definitely. And like responding to that and making sure she was okay. And like she went to the hospital and I went to go visit her in the hospital. And today, fast forward, she's fine. She's doing well. She just has to be mindful of her health because if things kind of build over time, then she's going to have to go get surgery and all this. But she is right now monitoring like good health levels. She's doing good. Um, But after I witnessed that, and I think that that's one of those things like, Mm. I think like I was just, always in the back of my mind, I tended to kind of overanalyze. I don't want to say like I'm a a hypochondriac, but I would overanalyze like if I started feeling something in my body, like, oh, what is this? Why is this happening? Like, (laughs) (laughs) we we kind of have a running joke in my household now that every time I say something's going on, it's a brain tumor. No matter what it is. Gotcha. I said, my stomach's bothering me. Bradley says, it's a brain tumor. I was like, great. (laughs) All right. Um, But after that, I started having... What seemed to me, I was just like, oh, I seem like a little more anxious than general in when it comes to my body and like my well-being. Um, and there were a very small handful of times where like I actually felt this anxiety attack where I I I don't want to describe this sensation because anybody that's ever felt one is probably like absolutely mortified by the feeling. I felt like I, I thought I was going to die. Like mm. it was to the point where like. I felt like I could. I had no control over like what my is, body was doing. Like my heart, tight? yes, my heart. Like I was. I thought that I might need to go to the hospital. I was like, and there was very it was fast palpitations. Yeah, and, the, and that's. I you can kind of feel it. Uh, to me, mentally, it was like. Um, I'm actually reading a book right now, and I love that he said this. He was talking about like emotions are like our thoughts manifested in our body, and I like that What's he the name put of the it. Book? Uh, the Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, very, like very popular book. Appropriate. Yes. yes. So um, I started reading that. And I like that he said that because I'm like, that that feels accurate. And uh, when I was having anxiety attacks, it was like for a brief moment, like you have a thought and it pops up. And very quickly, that thought may trigger an emotional reaction in your body. And to me, it just felt like kind of like when you're standing on a ledge and you're like, oh, like, OK, like mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to tip over. And at that point in time, that is what I have learned over the past, I'd say like three years to pull myself back right. from that ledge before I'm like, oh my God, now I'm falling and like I'm I'm completely overtaken by this thing. It's devastating. Because you've been practicing yoga for how many years? Yoga. This matters, the reason why I'm asking you. I've been practicing yoga for quite a long time now. At the beginning, it was very much a physiological thing. I was like, oh, I need to do this because I have very tight and painful hips. And this is why I my need hip flexors so me. bad. So I was like, I need to do yoga three, to help my three years, body. Four years, five years? Um, I would say... It's probably been. You, it's okay. You can be a veteran if you're. You, you, if you just want to say, I'd you're say a I've veteran, been practicing for like three or you got four your years. black. You got your black belt in yoga. So, okay, <laughs> I've been I've been teaching for a much shorter period of time, but I've been practicing it for. for and about four and, years, I think. and your exercise, I definitely remember that popping off around the end of our relationship. So you've been also 
exercising for however many seven plus years. That years. I, I'd say like that. I think that that journey started in like 2011, and that's when initially right. Nova required me to get into the gym with the freaking program that I was in, and that's why I found yes, yeah. uh, retro fitness. I remember that. And then I was just going for like two years. I was going because I was like, I felt like I should. Yeah. It was like, hey, I should probably take care of myself because otherwise I'm mm-hmm. going to fall apart. Right. So it felt just very much like a job. The whole know? reason I bring this up is because both of these things work heavily within breath work. So <laughs> much. You have no idea. Like, like I know you do, actually. I'm not going to say you have no idea. I have, you some, I have some idea, you but, have you, idea. but you probably have a better idea yes. than I do. Um, And so... It has definitely it's gotten to the point where it helps tremendously that you have people around you that are willing to listen. And that's why, like, I tell people, get a freaking therapist. Go to therapy. It's great. Do mm. it. Like, you need to be able to get those thoughts out because I spent a long time with somebody that would almost shame me a little bit for feeling anxious and stressed because they didn't know how to handle it. Like, you know, I was like feeling this was like, just stop. Just don't think about it. Like, and I'm, I can't, I would love, it would so love to not, but I can't, like, it's there. And so being able to talk about it, it has improved my level of, I'm not just saying like, I don't have anxiety anymore because it's still definitely there. Yeah. But how I um handle, manage it is improved tremendously, primarily because I have at least like two people now in my life that I can talk to and they will be very objective with me mm. and they'll listen and I can just get it out, and they're not going to judge me. They're going to ask me questions. So I'm like, oh, I didn't actually consider that. Like, thank you for okay. introducing this other perspective to me. So that's why I think it's beneficial. Not everybody has friends or family members that can be objective with them. No. People are p- typically Mi- very By biased. the way, many, most people don't. Very I'm willing to go on the limb. In the, s- humans yes. in general. It's very hard. So I'm thankful that, like, the two, like, closest people in my life, like, are very objective people like Mm. they just like to ask questions and Mm. they just like to you know so it's great being able to have conversation with them but for the most part like it's hard you you know you want to vent to your friends or family and then they're just like you know whatever you're mad at or whatever you're stressed about just being like man fuck that like just forget about it and it's like i can't just do that like i have to live with this thing how do i do that better you know so it's definitely much more helpful to have those people around but if you're not like if you don't have anybody that you can talk to get a therapist god get a therapist but if you don't have anybody to talk to um breath work is vital well yeah you're talking to me about having these breakdowns like you you have to have some breath work it goes into all oh damn there you go Gave him a fine breath just Feels now. Feels good. Yeah, but it, it, it matters. So you yeah. talk about having the, you know, I don't know, anxiety attacks or breakdowns, as you called it. However, yeah. whatever makes you <laughs> feel good, whatever tag you need to feel good about saying it. You're having these. And I'm just I'm wondering, well, you've been doing breath work for so long and all these yogi moves and all of these exercises. So like, does that come into your mind when these moments are coming up? I just need to breathe. I need it, it definitely breathe. helps. There are sometimes um, when I, I feel like I'm I'm stuck in that place where I'll feel like I just need to move, mm. like I just need to go do something, and yeah. so like I'll go on a walk, okay. and that'll help a lot. Yeah, you know, if I sit still, I'm stuck, like, yeah. and it just sits, you know. So I'll get up and I'll go on a walk, or like I'll try and do like some, even if it's like just two yoga poses and I'm just kind of like breathing back and forth like cat cow. Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter as long as I'm like, if I can move and I can focus my attention on on something something else, then it really does 
uh, really does help. And then once you start moving your body and once you start breathing, like literally chemistry is changing in your body. So mm-hmm. then that facilitates your shift in your your mindset and your attitude. So well, going into because you you just you know humbly throughout this business. <laughs> <laughs> Very just like, oh you know what I mean forefront of my mind is you know just be just be running my fucking business you know what I mean like what are the rest of y'all doing you want you want unemployment broke ass what you what, I was on unemployment for a lot of last what, year what, let's back up what you doing oh you work for somebody you got a boss oh my god I was unemployed for most Whack of 2020 ass. So let me Get tell y'all about my business though okay so let's talk about this business yeah okay <laughs> tell us about the business okay. Like what, do you, said, what do you got? What, what, what's going on? I, Who are you? What 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 service are you administering? I do I do the fitness and the you wellness. You do the fitness do and the, the wellness. <laughs> That's great because so, I've been purporting fitness and wellness yes, on here a I lot. Yes, and I love that you do because it's very important. So, so but, you're the perfect person to get um, for this. But I uh, I have a lot of things like a lot of ways that I try to connect with people um, and reach people, and everyone's different. Like you were talking to Mikey and you were like, you need to stretch. You need to do yoga. And some people are like, mm, yoga is too slow. And he caught then they, a they... cramp in the <laughs> middle of the episode. So hard. <laughs> and he had to get up and walk around. I offered him the foam roller. This guy was walking around her. He looked like he was walking with stilts on. You should have oh, seen the guy. Man. I'm like, come on, Mikey. We but... can't just keep lifting weights all the time. We got to stretch, especially guys. Weights are great. Because guys great. don't like to stretch. It's so important. And it's also, I really, I, I know just you wanna know this. Weights, just want to lift weights. Just want to be big. Creatine, I... pre-workout. Oh, lift, lift, gains, gains. You see, I don't, stretch. I'm certain Water, stretch. Yes. Yoga's fine, guys. I was going to say, you, I know that you're aware of this because you do vinyasa and, and, the, and yin. And that, which is I'll, also debated for some I did people yin harder than vinyasa. For oh. some people, have a very, very difficult time sitting still and not doing anything. Like, that's incredibly hard. That's when hard their anxiety people. rises. Mm-hmm. People and tell me that they can't. There's a sit. lot of people hold a lot of emotion and anxiety in their body. Like, we just, we were just yes. talking about this. And for some people, it's in different places. And then when you go into yin and you are asked to sit in this pose that is like deep stretching your tissue for several minutes at a time. And sitting on it's joints. releasing a lot of that emotion. People often like get worked up and they cry mm-hmm. in a practice like that because they're like, oh my God, like where did this come from? Yeah. And it's the same freaking thing. So mm-hmm. it's it's so good for you. I've but never a lot cried, people, but I get into it though. Oh my gosh, I've cried, cried in a lot of yoga classes. I, yeah. But I definitely... It's so good though, but it's like, it's a very <laughs> cathartic cry. It's you know, so sit, good. Sitting there stretching and like... I don't like high pigeon and crying is hilarious. <laughs> that's a, just a, that's just a hilarious stand, standing there in tree and just crying okay, in a single tear right. in a single Listen, tear coming down. When you're talking hilarious. about it from an outside perspective, <laughs> I could see why it looks humorous. I when understand. you are in it, though, I was I, I have cried many a times during physical activity. Like, <laughs> no, no, I understand. I understand. You're doing you're doing a lot, but all right, so. All right, so you've been in this, so you you do the fitness. So I, t- I like I said, a personal train. I've done group fitness, like I do like boot camps, like hit classes, things like that. Okay. Um, functional training classes. I have been teaching yoga now, full time for. It's like a year and a half, a little over a year and a half. Okay. I've been doing that regularly, so it's like right now, technically, I'm. I'd say I split my time half and half between both teaching yoga 
and taking on personal training clients. Okay, where can people find your things if oh, they if they wanted to take if they wanted to take part in absolutely. any of this? Absolutely. Okay, so I have a lot of content available on Practice Everywhere. Uh, that is the pretty much the sister business of uh, Honest Soul Yoga, where I teach yoga classes. We have a couple locations in Northern Virginia, and we also have one in San Antonio, Texas. Mm. Um, so I would suggest checking out Practice Everywhere. You can do a little trial. I have a bunch of stuff on there. I have some yoga. I have a lot of fitness classes. So if you, hypothetically, if anybody's listening and you're like, yo, I really would love to get into weightlifting or I want to start exercising, but I just don't have the time or like, I don't know where to start. I have a a 21 day program on there. Get you the first three weeks in. So that way, like you understand what, you know, how to set up a schedule and how to work on progressions and, um, you know, we have like 15, 20 minute fitness classes on there. So if you're like, this is what my week looks like. And this is when I have time, mm. get on there and just move, like do some things like you, you need it. It's, you really need it. <laughs> in, in, Instagram. Um, Instagram. Does it matter? Right now. Care? Yeah. I was about to say my hand, this, I have struggled so badly, like going back and forth between if I should have like a separate business Instagram. Cause right now my Instagram is your all personal. of everything. Like probably, I should. probably should. Right. Yeah. yeah just oh, with this whole, like, I mean, you're talking about branding yourself. That I definitely would at yeah. that point in time. Like I definitely would have that. Um, but if you want to find me on Instagram, it's at sunshine S U N S C H E I N E N. It's super cheesy. I know. So <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. it's real corny. And that's what I, that is not how you spell shining. <laughs> no, it's German. Oh, <laughs> I'm uneducated. Wait, I went outside yesterday. We were working out in the garage. And after it finished raining, <laughs> rainbow came out and I went outside and I was like, it's a Reagan Bogan. <laughs> Reagan Bogan. Reagan Bogan. That's a cool name for. I like that. It's a really fun name, but I can't. I I thought Ray Reagan. Reagan Bogan. Reagan Bogan. Reagan Bogan. Reagan Bogan. (laughs) There you want to get really Reagan Bogan into it. Mm. Yeah, but uh, uh, shining in German is shining like the sunshine. So now I'm trying to figure out if Reagan Bogan is cooler than me than Article Edis. Which is, which is Spanish. That's but. pretty dope. Arco, like an arc, Edis, okay. which is like the eye. Oh. It's like, yeah, it's like crazy. Okay, that's pretty Arco dope. Arco Edis is pretty, yeah. is pretty dope. I just love Reagan that. Like- Reagan Bogan. Reagan <laughs> Bogan. <laughs> <laughs> as as you want it to be. I love German. All right. <laughs> You're a yogi. You're a fitness oh, wait, guru. Do, I do nutrition, too. That's the you other do thing. nutrition. And I'm trying, like I said, I try to reach people in a lot of different Right because now, it is important. Yes, I'm working on my second nutrition certification right now. Oh, the second one. Yeah. And what's this going to grant you once you get the second level? It's real, like it. I am because I, I'm. I don't have like a doctorate. I am not mm. like an actual dietitian or anything. Right, like right, that, right. But I can coach mm. nutrition. Like I can educate people on things. I can't prescribe and be like, you need to be doing mm-hmm. this X, diet y, and, and you need to blah, 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 blah. But I can educate people and, you know, maybe try this, try that. Okay. These are things that you can practice. And if it works for you, great. I'm, gla- like, I'm glad that you said that. Yes. Here we go. For the women. All right. <laughs> for the women out there. Now, I have spoken to a woman. I've, I've kind of helped train a couple people in the gym that just like have no idea what they're doing. Just helping yeah. them tiptoe and just learn how to do different things Mm -hmm. and what is going on in the gym and they've both been women and both of them have looked around and been like damn like look at her butt 
like, look at that girl's butt. Like, how does she, like, what's going on there? And I'm like, well, we need to, we need to take a few things apart for a second. One, we're in the age of Instagram, okay? And it's been this way for a long time. And so what I mean by that, I mean, I could mean a lot of things by that. But what I really mean by that is that women, for the most part, have cracked the code. They have deciphered the code of angles, Right? No, 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 because here we go. Because, because it's hysterical be- when I try to like I'll I wouldn't I will not take pictures like this, but I'll just get in the mirror and I'll just try to pose and I'm like, I feel so stupid. <laughs> just you you know what you're doing. My body to, to get the right peach oh, angle. Oh god, it's so bad. So so the I've thing had is- somebody like actually break down, like that was like a hmm. uh, a competitor that did hmm. like bikini and things like that, actually teach me this is how you stand. Right. You point this toe, you flex this butt cheek. Right. Like, right, and I'm right, like, right, oh right. my god! And huh? I already know exactly what image you're talking I, about, like what pose you're talking yes. about. Yes, I was like, in the wow, yeah, yeah. like this is there's actually method. <laughs> so I'm telling her, listen, think about Instagram. You're asking how her butt looks like this. You know what you're actually seeing? You're seeing a mixture of of ab work because because you're just thinking about just doing ass workouts. And I'm like, listen, the 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 tummy is tucked. Right. Like it is it is strong. So so now you have a flat stomach. They're working their back. They're over there doing mad fucking deadlifts and stuff like that. So they're working their lower back because now we're also talking about slope. Right. The slope of back matters because when the I back was goes going to in, say, this was a big thing. I actually saw you're talking about girls looking at girls on Instagram. Yeah. I've been well, yeah. in a gym where my girlfriend looked at me and she was like, this girl's ass is ridiculous. And I'll look over and I'll be like, there's a difference between like, yes, that's a nice ass versus she has a horrible pelvic tilt. And I'm so worried oh, about her spine because oh, you were talking oh, about that. Shit. When I first started working out, I look back at videos of like when I first started deadlifting, I had a horrible tilt where like my back was always arched mm. and anyone sticking their tail out like that, like the duck butt, like yeah. anyone's going to look like they have a huge butt because mm. it's just sticking out. Mm. That doesn't. You tuck your well, tailbone. Well, and you, well, like, not, you're talking well, about well, like then not... you can see them standing straight up. Right. Then you can actually see what it looks like proportionate to the rest of them. Like. Right. Right. So but, it's crazy. Right. So so the whole point is I'm telling her okay they're doing ab work they're doing back work they're doing leg and ass work but it's all of these things combined that give you what it is you're seeing. They're not just doing squats. It's a combination of things. And there's just so that, many movements like a lot of people hate doing that are phenomenal and so this is the question for you what are those moves for for the ladies out there like you just try to describe them like what are they that they need to do first things first i want to make sure if there are women because this is this they are there are that whatever it is you're saying there are women that are afraid to lift heavy weights because a lot of women i know i'd say 99 percent of the women i've sat down with the First thing that we need to get out the window is they're like, yeah, I really don't want to lift weights because I don't want to get bulky. Oh, it's not yeah. gonna happen. I know. Unless you're taking mad drugs. I've, okay. I've heard, I've heard oh mad pe- girls say that before. I don't want to get all big and all defined. I and can't like, tell you. I'm I like, get so frustrated. Like, you know I look how at much girl, work? Like, oh, I bulk up really easy. I look at them dead in the face and be like, must be really hard. I'm over here lifting as hard as I can, trying to get big. Right. And I'm like. 
I wish it were that easy. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, no, so no, no. That no. is one thing is like you are going to need to lift heavy weights. Like doing booty bands for the rest of your life is not going to cut it. Like get what the about bands. what about high intensity? Like not such heavy weights, but to super be high intensity. Completely honest, like I'm. <sighs> oh wow! <laughs> this is this might be where we start talking about CrossFit. I don't know. Okay, but I don't. I am not nearly as excited to encourage and this this is very important too a lot of people god all right let's talk about high intensity i was like we just need to talk about that first things first is a lot of people are like i love doing hit high intensity interval training Mm -hmm. and the reason why they're like man i do this and i'm like i i do these tabata 20 seconds on 10 seconds off that's a very short amount that's a sprint yeah and they're like yeah i'm just not seeing the results because the purpose of high intensity training is that you need to be working at a high level of intensity yeah and a lot of people aren't pushing that threshold yes they're not pulling the dog out of them like you're talking about they're not pulling the dog they're not doing it so they're actual like you're not when you're not reaching that level of intensity your heart rate's not getting into that that zone right it's not gonna happen the way that you think it's gonna happen right additionally it's a really important to understand that when you're doing high intensity training like this can cause a lot of stress on the body and inflammation and a lot of people will have trouble seeing over time like definition Mm -hmm. because their body is incredibly inflamed and Mm -hmm. when they back off this is why people hate rest days this is why people hate deloading this is why people hate stretching like deloading like okay say like you're a power lifter Mm -hmm. and you're lifting crazy amounts of weight at some point in time you would deload like you are building, building, building. You you can't just do that forever. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's a, yeah. ma- a stupid <laughs> amount of strain on your body. So like, there's a point in time where you intentionally lift less or lighter yeah, weight, or right. like to promote blood flow, okay. so you can continue doing the movement patterns, but you're not going at 110 percent. Yeah, no, you know. No, so that's no, important. No. If you're not doing those things and you never give your body that, you're not sleeping enough. You're not eating enough to recover from your workout. Mm, you're not preach. The thing is like, get them, Jess. Get them. <laughs> Damn. If you don't like, a lot of people won't see the results because there there is so much inflammation in their body that it actually makes them look puffy, if you will. Okay. Like a lot of people told me in the past like year that they're like, oh my god, you look like you've lost so much weight. You look incredibly lean, and I'm like, that's incredibly flattering. I literally have not done anything different but exercise less. And not as hard. Mm. And I think that it's really interesting that, like, I think that what they're seeing is that the inflammation in my body has gone down from how hard I was pushing myself before because I was doing a lot. But now that you have, like, some back... I did. You've had some back skirmishes. I think, and I was talking to somebody today, I think that what had happened, because we were doing some twists in my yoga classes today, and I was talking to a student a lot about... um, how to best access that and, you know, how to do it so it sits well in your body and mm. that it's not, like, crunchy and, you know, uncomfortable. Uh, I was saying that I think that my mobility, like, it was was great at a period of time that when I was teaching twisting, I wasn't quite as engaged. I was able to, like, fit my body into these shapes yeah. that I was, I was just more, like, contorting myself without mm. um, keeping my core engaged or, like, mm. really staying. And I think that pushing myself into those positions that yeah. I might not have been supposed to do. Like, I think that that's really what irritated, mm. um, because I definitely, this is a very muscular thing. Um, with that's going Are on you going to help these women get asses or what? Listen, you're, you asked me questions. <laughs> 
it's, okay. <laughs> so, all right, let's talk about it's a big intensity, high intensity. I was like, it's cool, but it's not for everybody. Don't feel like that's your only option. Right. So, if you're not like over here doing hit like your P ninety P ninety X, like you're not gonna fail. You're gonna be okay. Um, definitely, there are lots of compound movements that are going to be phenomenal for building your glutes. Squats, deadlifts are probably what you see all the time. Hip thrusts are huge. That's another like really really big booty exercise like, like it's a, like, like a bridge it's like swinging. a kettlebell swing is amazing but that movement is very complex for a lot of people and mm. i've seen a lot of people hurt themselves so mm. if you're going to learn kettlebells go get somebody that knows how to use kettlebells to mm. teach you because you will definitely do something wrong um but they're great they're absolutely phenomenal and kettlebells are great for getting that muscular engagement but also getting your heart rate up right. so when you want to do both oh. that's a phenomenal way to do both um, but single leg exercises is really what I was going to say. Like people hate doing, nobody likes lunges. Mm. Nobody likes doing single leg deadlifts. Like people don't like doing things on one leg cause it's twice as hard. Um, so that those are things that I'm like, do not skip out on doing single leg exercises. Like okay. do your lunges, you know, do your step ups, do your single leg deadlifts. Mm. Like do all of those things in addition to like, those are your. Those are your accessories. That's what helps make your your big movements, like your squats and your deadlifts and everything, makes those a lot stronger, okay. more efficient. So, okay, yes, get it done. And then when you go into the nutrition side of Eat things, lots of food. <laughs> if you want a big ass, if you want, oh, I wouldn't even talk about um, the ass anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just talking about in general. <laughs> just like, eat cornbread. You know, you, you know what it is. I'm sorry, but there's a lot of it's an issue. Is a lot of people will work out really, really, really hard and then have trouble seeing that mass gain yeah, because yeah. they're not eating mm. uh, enough food to support yeah. how much they're pushing their body and they, and to support that growth. Mm. So something, if you want to actually gain mass, yes, you are going to be eating yeah. a substantial amount of food, but mm. you also want to make sure it's not just garbage because right, then exactly. you're just going to get so what? So what, <laughs> what to you is, is a good balance? I mean, I don't know what it is you're really doing right now, like what With your food? diet looks like. Yeah. But like, what do you just try to make sure that you do? Cause I know that there's no one size fits all sort of diet, right? But, Correct. But what do you just try to be mindful of as For you go about me, your week? Personally, I keep it incredibly simple. Um, I know that you, regardless of what your goal is, if you want to be healthy, if you want to be lean, eat as many single ingredient foods as you possibly can. Single ingredients, mm. chicken, beef, fish is one thing. Rice is one thing. Eggs. In vegetables, broccoli, single ingredient, potatoes, Mm -hmm. like versus picking up a box of something and there's 20 things you don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can eat really as many like single ingredient foods as as you would like to and you're going to be taking really good care of yourself. So I was like, that's always a good place to think if you want to like really break things down simply. For me, when I'm structuring meals, my mind is always going protein and produce. Like how, where, like where am I getting my protein in this meal and where is my produce coming from? And then on top of that, I'm going to supplement with like fats or carbs or whatever. Um, but that's always like how I kind of structure each of my meals. Okay. Are you drinking smoothies? I did for a really long period of time. But now, to be completely honest, I love smoothies and I think that they're great. But I wake up at four and my blender's very oh. at four and my blender's very loud. So I would wake up oh, the whole house if yeah, I made a smoothie yeah, okay. when I want to make a smoothie. That's very considerate. Yeah. So I don't make smoothies anymore. Okay. So you don't make smoothies. <laughs> All right, well, that, well, all right, that's good. That, I feel like that's a, a, a decent place for maybe people that have no idea what it is they're doing. The reason I bring a lot of this up and I want to talk to you, not one, because you know things, two, 
because especially because of COVID and all this people, something that's kind of been big is being healthy. Yes. Right. Because people are like, oh, well, are you vaccinated or you're not vaccinated. Are you? But because because the whole point of this and I talked about it on the pod before, I don't know how people felt about it, but that if if your concern is being at your best and being safe and healthy so that you do not harm other people. Then, then it then it should then it then it bleeds out past the getting the vaccination. Def- definitely or not. like that is something. OK, because, yeah, you could easily like, OK, example, um, my yoga studio is next door to a burger place. Okay. <laughs> nice. There was, okay. Love, love that dichotomy. That's awesome. My other yoga studio is next door to Donut Place. I oh, love that's that. Fantastic. That's my favorite. Yeah. But um, I was talking to one of my my supervisors one day. She was saying that she, you know, went out back. She's taking out the trash. And one of the guys from the burger place, I guess maybe one of the cooks or whatever, came out back and was smoking a cigarette. Mm-hmm. That is important. Okay. Because he started talking about, like, he was... Took his mask off and he was like, God, it's just like, this is just a lot. Like, I just can't do this, blah, blah, blah. And she's like trying to be really sympathetic with him. And over conversation, discovered that he was like an anti-vaxxer. It was like very hardcore where he was. And he was like, yeah, I'm just not going to put that garbage in my body. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, let's do it. Yes, sir. Because somebody I was talking to was like, oh, like, she was like, Oh, but you work at this burger place. I bet you eat burgers and fries all the time. And I was like, let's back up. When I worked at TGI Fridays, I intentionally had to never eat there ever because right, 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 right. it's n- only bad. You're right. not going to go to Fridays and make a good decision. Right. So like, I had to bring my own food, but I ate very well. But when you I also at need TGI to Fridays. acknowledge that most people do not have that result. I understand, but that's what I want to say. I was like, we can't assume that. However, benefit of the doubt. Man was smoking a cigarette. So Indeed. it's like it still went out the window. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Still, I was yeah. like, however, we do know that he's not making. Not putting that garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I did think that was funny. I was like, whatever your reasons for getting or not getting it. If you're going to say, like, I'm trying to take good care of myself yeah. or, like, I'm concerned about what I'm putting in my body, the implications. Right. That you are also exercising and doing these things to take care of yourself. Yeah. So when you when you don't see that, it is. I do think it's interesting, but yeah, it's it's just, it's just something. Now, now I understand if you're a human being, there's a very good chance you're a hypocrite. Like there's something. We, I had this conversation with a couple people <laughs> like, a week ago. That was like everyone's a hypocrite to like a certain extent about a so, something, yeah. even at a very teeny tiny percentage, right? Like there, but or there's in some different people, moments. But, yes, like exactly. Yeah. It may but not be something are, that's habitual. Yes, but every moment, every every, there's going to be an opportunity for you to be a hypocrite. And there are going to be times where you don't see it. Yeah. And you're going to fall into it. There are going to be times where you do see it and you're like, fuck it, I'm doing it anyway. It could be instant gratification. I don't know what. But yeah. You, you just say, fuck it, I'm going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. How do I, how do I want to, how do I want to do this? What has been your whether it's nutrition or just working out yoga what has been your most common run-in with people that is detrimental to the pro to the progress to the program what is the most common thing you don't have to put anybody's name okay. or do nothing specific but just this is what most people lack this is why we're not getting this thing done this is why we're not being safe out here as far as our there are definitely a couple of things i feel like the number one thing 
and I feel like this just keeps coming up over and over and over again, is motivation. Like people saying, the dog, I knew it. I knew that that was going to be. And what I mean by that is this is very important too, is because I'm not, I'm not here to preach to you. Like this is how you get motivation. It's not going to fucking happen. Right. And that's the issue is a lot of people wait for it. A lot of people say, oh, I'm not motivated. I don't feel motivated or I'm looking for the motivation to do this thing. Good luck. Because very, I operate most days Mm -hmm. without motivation. Mm -hmm. Right. That is that is the, the discipline. That mm-hmm. is the bigger picture. Right, that right, is doing right. what you need to do even when you don't feel like doing right. it. Yeah. Okay. And so that's the issue. Um, is a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not motivated, or I just like don't know how to be motivated. Be like, just go fucking start. And if you have motivation, man, it makes it so much more awesome because mm-hmm. you're you're really enjoying it. And now you're like, God, I feel good about this. Like this is fantastic and I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. But if not, you're still doing something good for yourself. Like, yeah. you know, it's, you're not like losing the benefits because you're operating without motivation. Mm-hmm. Like you, that that is the thing you're talking about, like really letting out the dog and you like, it's really, you need to find what is way more important to you than, oh, it's cold outside. Oh, it's hot outside. Oh, I'm tired. Oh, mm-hmm. I just don't have time or, oh. Uh, it's raining. I don't fucking know. People come up with dumb excuses, but all the time, yeah, for sure. You can come up with any excuse in the entire world, mm-hmm. but if your your why is substantially bigger than all of those things, it's never going to fucking matter. Yeah, and I can't teach that. Sometimes my and why, well, can, sometimes my why can't do it. I was on the way to the ah, other day, and that's honestly, right I realized there. that I that's left, so I left, I left my headphones somewhere, like at my job, like, and I was like, no. I'm not, I've talked about this on here. I'm not going to the gym without headphones. It's this not going to happen. This honestly was actually, and I'm going to, I'm going to propose this because you meditate and because you exercise and you do yoga. There was a day where I was fucking exhausted. I didn't want to work out. Um, everything I did felt hard. Everything I touched felt heavy. Mm-hmm. Like I was just not feeling it. I did not use my headphones. Mm-hmm. I put them down, and for. All I was doing this circuit was like 10 rounds. Mm. This thing, it took me like a fucking hour. And the whole time, all I was doing was focusing on my breath. And I meditated like that whole workout. Yeah. And it was one of the best workouts I ever had. And it was one of those things. I like, can see that. I like, and I don't, I think that you could, you could definitely, you could do that every time you worked out if you wanted to. Sometimes I like to just get really ratchet and lift things up and yeah. like crank something ridiculous. So mm-hmm. that way I could, you know, like hype myself up yeah, for the workout. No, it's I get fun. It. It's a great time. Yeah, no, but yeah, like, I, I have you to can think about definitely, that. honestly, it's felt it's felt kind of cool. Yeah, like when you get into it and you're just like paying attention to like w- how the mm-hmm. how your muscles are engaging, mm-hmm. how your breathing mm-hmm. is in your Mindful body, workout. the sweat on your body, like paying attention to those things right. actually like intensifies the workout. It's really fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, I've actually been in that mode before, so I so I, I feel where you're coming from, but I'm also like. I, I tried to use that. There was a point in time where I was like, man, I really don't want to do this. So we're really going to invest. So, in what do you, so what do you do when you're training people and you can't get the dog out of them? When you just realize that they're not going to be the types to just dig I their heels them, in and get it done. I tell them, oh, okay, this is what I think is. is <laughs> Wait, I tell them. What do you tell them? <laughs> oh, you're, you're, you're not good. No, not, not <laughs> there's, there's no hope for you. <laughs> you should leave here. Stop paying me money. I want to help you stop doing this. It, I think it depends on the setting. Like if I'm working with a one-on-one client and they're having a day where they're like, oh, I'm really fucking tired and I really don't. I'm like, that's okay. Like you're not going to feel 
like 110 percent. I have plenty of days where I don't actually want to work out, but I'm Mm. like, do your best. We're going to move through this. Like, we're going to get it done together. Yeah, at least go through the motions. Yeah, like, get, I was like, yeah. we're going to, and like, that way you still get your workout right, in. Like, right. I'm not expecting you to set a, a personal best today. Like, okay. we're just, or a record. Like, mm. we're just, we're going to go through the workout. We're going to give it our best. And that's that. Like, you know, and some people are really hard on themselves if they're in a place where they're like, I just don't have it today. And I'm like, that's okay. You still showed up. Right. So we're going to do something with that. Okay. You know, so there is that. But that's, that's the way to go. You know, it's a lot easier for me to communicate. Like, everyone responds differently everybody like uh i know for me i respond really well to positive reinforcement surprise but right. I, I do respond really well to positive reinforcement and so when i'm working out with people i'm trying to be like yeah fucking yeah you're killing it let's go like you're doing great um some people need to be told you're being a bitch you need to get your shit together yeah. and you need to lift that weight yeah. like you need to d- and so it's understanding too how people respond yeah. some people don't even listen to you when they're working out, they get in this zone where like they start working and like I'm talking to them and they're like, I didn't hear anything you said the whole time I was doing that. It's just because they oh, just wow. like really focus on that thing. Mm. Mostly CrossFitters. They just like are focused on like going as hard and as fast as they possibly can. And I'm like giving them cues and I'm like telling them blah, blah, blah. And they're like, hey, listen, I just want you to know that I really appreciate any and all feedback that you're giving me, but I'm not listening to anything you're saying. Oh, no, nah, I can't. And I can't I'm work. Like, I can't do that. If someone's trying like, to tell me how to better do something that I'm doing, I have to. I, I can do the motion and listen at the same time, so I can make micro that's adjustments. What I understand too. It's like even if you're in a group fitness class, you're not competing. You're not in the games right now, guys. Yeah, like, but they act like to, it. I know. I've only been twice, <laughs> but they know. sure do that's act like I'm it. What I'm saying is, like, listen, you are not up against Matt Frazier right now like you can slow down and listen and get better like but I think that's people's problem that's why I that's why I am a proponent of yoga in meditation because I feel like people do have a very hard time slowing their ass down and realizing that everything doesn't have to be at this tempo this was a big thing for me and I was having this conversation you still and I don't know if you see this where you take yoga classes but I have still seen this in my yoga studio where uh you know the big thing that I loved going from weightlifting and, you know, hit training CrossFit and this high intensity movement going into yoga was that there, there weren't so many expectations. Mm-hmm. Like when you go to the gym and you're like, Hey, what's up? Okay. So today we're going to do deadlifts. The expectation is that you're going to fucking deadlift. Yeah. If you just dropped into child's pose while you're supposed to be deadlifting, people would be like, the fuck are you doing? Yes. You know, but at the Throw yoga studio, at right. If yeah. at the yoga studio, you choose to lay flat on your face for an hour. One's gonna care. Yeah. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Like that. It's and all I love, about whatever your body's telling you. Right. Follow, follow your body. And I love that it was like I felt that it was a lot more encouraging to build to really grow from where you're at rather yeah. than I need to be on this level. Yeah. And I need to be doing this even though my body's not ready for that mm-hmm. yet. No, like that's for the gym. Like you can push yourself through whatever crazy nonsense you want to when you're doing that, but. Here, we're here to meet ourselves where we're at. But that's why and yoga instructors always have like four variants of, of different poses. Yeah. But I, that's why I was saying is like, that's why I fell in love with yoga because I love that it was like, it really did like Cater make the most of where you are right now and yeah. like try to speak to that. Not, oh, I did this pose last week. Nobody gives a shit. Mm. We're talking about right now. And that's really, really important. I still see people and we, I, we try so much as teachers to speak to this, but we still see so many people that show up to the class and are leading with their ego mm. and are like, I need to uh, do 12 handstands in this class and I need to, no. you know, and no, you don't. <laughs> no. But, but that's the thing is a lot of people like will have, they'll ask that of themselves. They're yeah. like, Oh, if I'm not doing 
a double push-up every time I do chaturanga. Like, I'm totally missing out on this practice. And look, that's, you don't have to do that. Yo, people are overthinking life. Right, you know? And so it's like, I, I, I think it's important. That's to... funny me saying that. People probably listening like, oh, <laughs> you're, you're overthinking life, dude. Like, I've like, been listening to you for like, like 30 no, no. episodes you now. Said, you're overthinking but life. But I'm thinking about the right things. The right things? <laughs> Who knows? But man. everybody, yeah, like things are, they're crazy important to some people and, and not yeah. so much to others. So that's, it is valid to recognize some people show up and they're, still trying to push themselves as much as possible and you have to like speak like hey this is a really good time to push yourself and this is a really good time to slow the fuck down so i'm going to change gears slightly Mm -hmm. here but but here's the correlation is you're talking about being around people meeting them where they are being okay with that engaging them allowing them to be in a safe space to be able to grow and do whatever it is they can do in the moment now i told you a little while ago during this conversation that I was going to ask you two questions and that the opening question was what was at the forefront of your mind? Yeah. And we got past that. Now your answer was not what I thought it was going to be. What did you think? So I have, so I, so I still have this question to ask you. We set this up like a week ago, you and I were on the phone talking, right? I'm trying to get you over whatever fucking butterflies. Uh, Yeah. And we're going to, we can talk about that. It's whatever. But you said that something that you are very much, (laughs) Hold on a second, chill. Why you don't anticipate it so much? Just wait for it. Cliffhanger. I'm gonna just let you sit there and bake in it for a second now while I take a drink of my green juice. Hold on. Green juice. Mm-hmm. Okay. You said that something that you are <laughs> hell bent on getting done these days is having the difficult conversations with people. <laughs> Now, that's something that you have to do when you, I mean, something you have to consider when trying to do that is where these people are and meeting them there mm-hmm. and creating the space for them to be vulnerable and to be able to grow, right? Yes. Maximize the experience. So you've been saying all these different things, all this breath work, all this yoga, all this exercise, all this training and teaching has to some way it ought to have spilled into this realm that I'm speaking about right now, which is just the way that you interact and engage with people. Yes. So. How's that going for you? <laughs> <laughs> having having the difficult conversations, what does that look like? What What's going on? What are you saying to people? It is all, what are they saying back to you? And what's coming out of these situations? It is all very different. And I hope, I really do hope that those of you listening, that I hope that this at some point like resonates with you that like, yeah, I've been thinking this or like, yeah, I've been wanting to do this, but I've been like really uncomfortable and really uncertain because um, this has just been like, I see this a lot more in all these different areas of my life. So it is different, like depending on like what the what the topic is, what the conversation is, who I'm having it with, it all, it, it differs. But I think that like it is important to recognize like, okay, well, for one, like who are you comfortable speaking to? Go to them and talk about the uncomfortable things. Okay. So that way, like, you know that you are in a safe space to talk about things that you otherwise would not talk about. Okay. You know, so like one is like, um, and this is very legit. Like, I think that you've kind of touched on this a little bit uh, in the podcast, but I have been following a lot more people that are um, encouraging this is talking a lot more about sex with your partner. Like in that, Mm. in like, details like this is Damn what I right. like, and this is what I don't like and like that's a, <laughs> this is what I'm I like so and serious. this is what I don't like I'm so serious. don't stop doing that <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> it's, it's not fun 
<laughs> what I'm saying is, like, a lot of people, if they feel like it's weird or uncomfortable to be like, to voice yes, that, yes, yes, to yes, actually yes, yes, yes. verbalize those yes, things is right. very hard for a lot of people. And your partner fucking matters. Because if you're with somebody yeah. that's, like, very insecure, they're going to shut that conversation down. They're not going to want to have that conversation because they're weird about it. You know, and then it's really hard if the conversation's not happening. Then it's like, how are you going to get better at sex? You know, like, how are you going to enjoy that? <laughs> you're not. You're just going to go cheat on them. <laughs> If that's so, an option. So that's a big thing is like, I, you know, I have been trying to have more conversation with my partner in relation to like, this is what relates to us. Mm-hmm. And then having conversations with my friends. And like a lot of people I think are weird about talking to their friends about sex. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but why though? It is a thing that like we all do. It's like, it's, it's almost expected. And I feel like if you're able to talk about it more, like there's a lot less shame around it. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think that's exactly what, should be happening. I told, I was talking to my mom about this because um, my, oh, my younger stepsister came to visit and she is now in college. And it's a different time. Oh my God. I think it's so funny that she was saying, you know, she, she was here and she's just, she's talking to your stepdad and she's, she tells him things that she comes to me and he's like, I just wish she wouldn't tell me some of these things. And I'm like, I feel where you're coming from. Right. However, 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 like try your damnedest to yeah. shift that mindset because it is so good yeah. that she feels like yeah. on some level she can come talk to you about these yeah. things. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't lose that. No, yeah. like that is so good because a lot of people do not have that kind of relationship with their parents, their family in general. Nope. Like, and so that's a very real thing is like having the comfortability that come to talk about things that most people are like, Ooh, you're going to, Oh, like, Talking about like things that because most people tiptoe around or whisper part, about. Because like, a big part of loving and giving love is receiving love. Yes. You, so so you have to learn how to get over yourself and what you're going through. If somebody wants to come and give you love and share things about themselves with you, you have to get over the fact that, that makes you feel weird. You, you got to let that go. Yeah. Because you that's not something that you really want to lose in someone. Cause no. It's, because like, it is that rare. Is so it is. And it's incredibly special. So I think that that's huge is like if you have that comfortability with somebody right. like definitely use that um but otherwise like conversations so they're then, going well for you so far yeah okay i was about to say like so far it's been going well but i do think that it's incredibly interesting like there's a lot i, I feel like in the past year and a half there's been a lot right going on a lot do you feel like clearly well i mean to me it's that's how i feel that it's kind of clear but do you feel like looking back on what was road B, right, during the crossroads of us breaking up, that that road B, uh, there could have been more conversations had? Because what I'm understanding is now this person is living a completely different life. And so it seems like maybe this person wanted to be more of that person, but felt constrained and restricted. I definitely, no, I definitely think that's what happened. Yeah. Um, which is bizarre because I never got answers. Like I never got, ah, I never got closure. See, that's, so, how do you feel about that? Cause I don't like that. I know. I trust I'm me. Not, I completely understand. And uh, it, yeah. it was very, I had to do, I spent a lot of quarantine meditating. Mm. <laughs> like I spent a lot of time. I feel like you and I should have spoken prior to seven years. <laughs> like, I, I, like, like, like I get it. Like it ended, but we haven't been that far. Far no. away from no. each other. But that was one of those things. Like I that, never saw you at a grocery store. I think there was one day that I was doing I when I was at Retro. Oh, you was. You know, I you think was, I was running. 
I think I was doing a workout where I was running outside and I think I saw you walking out of Subway. That definitely happened. And okay, because I, oh yeah, I was like, I really happened. was running and I was like, I felt like that was Earl, but I'm definitely not going to turn around and be like, hey, what's up? Forget, listen, and I know so people are like, just, really, you going to Subway to get sandwiches? Yes. It was a long time ago, guys. Listen, no, I'm still going there. Got got one got one last week. I know it's not the best. I know it's not fresh. I used to work at a subway. He said we'll talk I, about it. I understand what it looks like in the back, but it's cheap and it's good. I get mostly just vegetables. I'll throw like some bacon in there. I usually get the BLT, but I throw like everything on there. I yeah. throw black olives on there, green bell peppers, banana bell peppers, cucumbers, tomatoes, spinach, olive oil, salt, pepper, oregano, chipotle southwest or some all sweet onion something like that i get all of that stuff either way that yeah. was definitely me walking out of that stuff but in the relationship that i was in at the time yes reconnecting with you was not going to be an option like right so that's one of those things like see yeah that's not cool that's not okay i understand you know like we gotta live yeah. better than that <laughs> it was one of those things too where it's like i you know you were having a conversation with mike i was last the de- i was the devil just tell no. I, was, I was the devil why you just keep putting these words in my <laughs> I mouth just, all right just i'm asking you a question i don't know <laughs> no, like, absolutely not what was I'm it a, was it like that girl that i just told you my friend had a conversation with you just like did you no, just say his fucking name absolutely in this house not. Oh, i God. tell people like my relationship with you was amazing oh, it was God. absolutely fantastic but i think that we wanted different things from the relationship. That is, that is, that was the crossroads. Yes. And yeah. so like, that was the thing is like, that's the reason why it didn't continue like it did. Yeah. Um, but you were having the, a conversation with Mikey on the last podcast about like being in relationship with somebody right now and being able to have conversations about like just the possibility of sleeping with somebody else. Yeah. And I had a lot of, I had a that's, I did, I that's a requirement from this day forth I'm, for everyone listening is you at least need to be able to have the conversation because okay, this is the thing this these were all the things that were coming in my head because when I find that I have like this is guys this goes into having hard conversations when you feel like resistance like you say something and I'm like mm, I feel like there's a flag up here okay. like I disagree with what you're saying okay and I felt that initially um but what you were communicating, like the your point that you were trying to get across, I agreed with. Mm. I was going into the scenario you were talking about. And it, that actually doesn't matter. Like what you're talking about to your partner, that thing yeah. doesn't really matter. It is the concept that, that you should be able to have conversation yes. with your partner right. about X. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't matter like what it is. Like you should be able to have that conversation. Yes. Definitely. Like. And I think that that's incredibly important. And a lot of people are like, oh, my God, I would never talk to my partner about that. I would never talk to them about that. And it's like, for why? Like, they are that's your life partner. Are you kidding me? Like, Or maybe not. Visit. Or maybe it's not your life partner. Right. There's yeah. that. You know, but that was one of those things, like, I was thinking. But my um, opinion of, like, very casual sex mm. is just, uh, that's why, like, when I was listening to it, and I was like, okay, well, if you're this per- with this person, and, like, that's mm. your partner, and that's your, your human and you're going to just go have casual sex with this person because the opportunity it presented itself. Mm. And then you're going to come back because this person is obviously your rock and you just you're not going to sacrifice that relationship. But you want that opportunity. I'm like, that's not fucking worth it. In my mind, I'm like, that's I see. Wait, like, like, what's not worth it? What, what do you mean? Like, oh, you what you're saying is allowing. I don't think that just like if you're in a relationship with a person, you think like this is the person. Yes. You think so highly of this human being that you're like, I want to spend the rest of my life with this human being. Right. But then somebody else comes along that just the 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 opportunity to go have sex with that person. But, but, but the reason but the reason being, 
I want to be with this person. The question would be, well, why? Why right? do you want to be with that person? And if it's also, and if you can honestly say to yourself, because I want to have sex with them and only them for the rest of my life, then you can say that. I think that you're kind of lying to yourself and everyone else. I feel what I'm saying is, we are attracted to people, you right? Totally... It's, a, it's a thing, and we and we know yeah. that. Now, now I'm going to take it a step further than that. We see people and based upon being around them for a couple minutes or maybe not even that, you can say, like, if you weren't dating someone, you could easily say, yeah, I could see myself having sex with that person. Like, they're of the the, the physical standards that I am attracted right. to, right? So, so what I'm saying is that doesn't devolve, that doesn't dissolve once you're in a relationship with someone. Correct. So, so it's still there. So what I'm saying is when you are single oh so if you're just against casual dating just or casual sex just in general like you don't well okay well then because here comes the nuance now what is casual dating or what is casual sex like if someone like if you if you're out and you're and single again, oh, this is i think that it is, it is absolutely up to the individual i'm not trying to be out here and be like everybody stop having casual sex because you're dumb that's definitely not what i think first i've tried it yes. like i have explored those types of that's a relationship in and of itself is like yeah. that's even if your relationship is like there there is no attachment or expectations mm-hmm. it's just like we hook up and then we leave yeah. you know like that's a relationship mm-hmm. like that you know um so even with that you know having those experiences there is nothing fulfilling right about that kind of interaction okay, okay. that i would have any desire to come back to right so right, those right, are things right, right. that i'm like I, when I I was just listening to the scenario and I'm like, that doesn't make any fucking sex. Why would you do that? So, you know, but okay. I know plenty of people. I have people that are very close to me right. and they are like the happiest fucking couple I've ever seen. Yeah. But they both are open to the idea and yeah. the prospect of sleeping with other people. And they mm. bring that into their relationship. And ultimately, like, they're happy they, people. That's, yeah, that, that's their people. Right. Like, that's them. Right. And then also, if they feel like having that experience, they can do that. Mm. And it's not going to like, Make so, anything weird. So, so I think point, it's important. You got to know your relationship and what yes. that. Yes. And you also have to know how you conduct yourself. Even if you're going and doing something with someone else, you also have to know how that's conducted and what the bedrock of that fleeting relationship is. Because here's the difference, right, between me and other niggas. <laughs> so here, here's the thing. So you have you have someone that's dating someone. They bring up this conversation. They want to do it. Or Forget about that. They could have just been this person, but before that relationship started, they're single. They go out and they go out to bars. They drink. They're in the clubs, whatever. They're talking to women, talking to guys, whatever it is they're doing, whatever it is their sauce is, right? Whatever <laughs> floats their boat. They're out there and they're doing it. They bag someone. I mean, they get their number. They go home, whatever, do the thing. And then they have sex. And that's what it is. For me... When I was running around, by the way, so that, those were my seven years, was just out here, right? So so I did a lot of dating and a lot of dating, a lot of different types of people. But for me, the people I was having sex with, there was there's still this bedrock again, th- this level of intimacy. It's it's it was it never seemed super cheap. Like if I didn't like the person if if the conversation was off, the vibrations weren't really there, like we weren't really connecting. I wasn't just going back and having sex with them because you're right. That to me is unattractive. Right. So I, that, like that's where I agree with you. It's just going having completely mindless sex with someone you don't know their name. Like it's just kind of whatever. 
and you know you're never going to see this person again. I mean, that's some places that's cool. And but but it's 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 it can get it can get again vacuous. Like it can seem empty. Yeah. Right. But if you're spending time with this person and you're again, you're having casual moments. But for me, I think that my love language is quality time. Yep. It's not that I need to spend frequent time with people. But I know that when I'm with them, I want it to be of quality. Yeah. I want us to be here. And you said that when you came and sat down before we started recording yeah. that I've been on this wave of wanting to be around people that give me back the gold bricks that I'm giving them in our presence. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, you got to give me that back. And yeah, so I think when I'm going on these dates, I'm meeting people. We're having a great time. There is a connection. And that's why I'm not so quick to call people hoes for having sex on the first or second night because it could be specific to that person. Yeah. Like we had a connection, we did this that and that's cool. So when we were going through the act of having sex, it didn't seem like something that was empty. Yeah. No, have we been together for 2 years and are having sex because I know that that feels different too, but it also doesn't just feel like a just treacherous one night stand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. So I it think so I think that if you yeah if you if you, you know. go about it mindfully like you try to go about everything else it doesn't have to be this dismayed version Absolutely. this grotesque and it's nasty. just incredibly important yeah I do think it's incredibly important that like you do recognize like who you're giving time and energy to like yeah. making sure like again that is of value to mm-hmm. you like um but recognizing like what you are looking for out mm-hmm. of whatever kind of relationship mm-hmm. whatever that is you're talking about like what is the function of this relationship and i haven't even brought in possession i haven't even ta- i haven't even said that word once and that's really what i'm getting at that's really the bedrock is we have to be honest with ourselves and one another about how much of this is about possessing someone mm-hmm. about feeling like i to some degree own this person now that they're with me, they can't do X, Y, and Z. Right. How much of it is about that? Because that's something that needs to be. And it's okay if that's how you feel. If you feel like that is what gets your rocks off. If that's how you feel, then okay. Yeah. I just don't necessarily want to play too much of the I possess this person game. Yes. And so that's why I think I'm a little bit more open to having these conversations of a relationship being ajar. Yeah. I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was that was my point in all in all. Of oh that. no, and that's why yeah. I think it's interesting. Like when I was listening and I felt some type of way mm. about the conversation, I was like, okay, what is it that like? What is he really trying to communicate? Like, right. What is the actual point of this conversation? Yeah. And what about it? Are you like a, opposed to? You know. And, I think that this. Yeah. I think this was a conversation you and I had. This 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 well, ha- this most, happened at some point. In time. Yeah. No. This, yeah, this, no. Definitely, this definitely happened. Yeah. So. You know, what's funny is we're having all this conversation. We're what? An hour 15 into this. Is this one of, did you take this in some degree because it aligned with the idea of having the difficult conversations? Did you ever look at this, this as though like this was This wasn't like because, yeah, I, I didn't always like, I wasn't like, yes, definitely let's do that because I knew this was going to be a difficult conversation. Right. It I didn't know if you were looking those. for the challenge because you're an adrenaline junkie and it's like, oh, I'm going to go have the conversation with Earl. No. Who knows what's going to happen? I have I have very much been valuing good conversation recently. And it was like one of those that was like, I didn't know if the conversation that we were going to have was going to be difficult. You mm. could easily ask me a question that I'm like, oh, ah, I didn't expect you to ask me that, yeah. you know. But 
I just I, knew I that told was, you we were chilling. I knew that it was going to be good. Yeah. And so, like, that's why I was very excited because I was like, oh, I would love to have that opportunity to just have conversation yeah. with this person. Yeah. And, and you know what's funny now that you bring that up about having conversation? And this correlates with you just supporting the, the podcast the way that you have and people continuing to support the podcast. It's I'm trying to wrap my mind around it because first you have to think about the podcast boom. I was just having this conversation with a friend. The fact that podcasts just boomed. Everyone and their mom's got a podcast about so many different things. So many people run it so many different ways. There's one one man team, two people, three people, four people, all sorts of different stuff. Guest based, not guest based. Yep. But there has been a boom. There is there has been a thirst. Now, I know that storytellers have been a thing for millennia through many different cultures. Storytellers have been extremely like the elders storytelling throughout the generations. That has been a huge part of human life in every culture you can ever find. Storytelling is a huge thing. So we've been had this craving to hear people speak and articulate things in interesting ways. So I'm just, it's just interesting to me now that people are just listening to people talk and articulate their thoughts on many things. And then when you get done trying to wrap your mind around the fact that there's a huge market for that now, then you have to wrap your mind your, your mind around the idea that you have created a podcast and that people are willing to take time out of their day. It's the weird it's the weirdest thing to me. It's it's felt it's made me feel incredibly um oh my god, I don't know how to how to express this. On practice everywhere, there are some people that have practiced with me in all different countries mm. all over the world. Mm. And some people that are a little bit more local, I'll run into them at like Starbucks or something. And they're like, oh my God, I practice with you on practice everywhere. Like I'm a fucking celebrity. And I'm like, <laughs> and they're like, this is so awesome meeting you in person. And right. I'm like, right. And it's a very, very bizarre feeling. Like whatever I put out, whatever content that yeah. was important to somebody. Right. And they like admire I'm something. A, I'm about, a part yes, of someone's, I like, journey. I'm, a, I'm a piece like, yeah. of that mosaic it's tiling. It feels like it's weird. Like it's it is like, weird, but it's, it also feels really, really good to like, I'm, there is some sort of impact yes. that I am making. Right. Feels good. You mm. know? Um, so I feel where you're coming from and I was considering, um, it never for, gets old. Like it, it, every time anyone says something, cause you know, you get callous to compliments, but every time oh, someone like, says everyone, some, every time someone says, yo, I listen to the podcast. Cause I don't be known. Cause I don't really run around in self-promote, like I'm not street teaming, telling people, right, right, hey, you right. got to go listen. This God, is a lot of word of mouth. I haven't really been the person yet for that yes. sort of self-indulgence. And it takes a lot for me to even have the type of conversation that I just brought up just now with you. Right. Of, you know, critiquing my podcast yeah. while I'm on the podcast. Right. Like That's already <laughs> a little bit too much for me now, but I'm just going to do it because you're here and you've been supporting. But it, it never gets old when someone says that. I'm just like, why? Why do you like to listen to me speak? Like, what is it about what I'm saying or the way I'm saying it, that makes you want to listen to this. Like you take two hours out of your time during the week to just listen to me speak. What the fuck is going on out there? Like why, why are y'all clicking this link and continue to click it? It's very, very interesting. So, you know, you, you following it for as much, for as long as you have, as much as you have, 
that's just that's just something that's that's wild. And I had to I had to bring you on there for that just that reason alone. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on, Jessica? What are you doing? Like, what's what's happening on this platform? Well, I think is really important. Like I said, I there are some people that like are crazy religious about listening to podcasts. Like they are right. on to the next one, on to the next one. Like give me more podcasts. Like they stay listening to podcasts. I am very picky about the podcasts that I listen to because I am very okay getting in my car and listening to music. Right. Like, you know, it does not, for some people, like, I guess that they get bored or like music yeah. will put them to sleep. I'm like, I'm perfectly content getting in my car and listening to music on my way to work. Mm. But um, I started listening to podcasts a long time ago when I was listening to the basement yard. And that was when I told you about our two guys there in New York. They're absolutely hilarious. And I like to listen to them because they're funny. Right. And like, that was a big thing is like, I liked listening to them because like they're around my age. Mm-hmm. I felt like a lot of the situations they talk about are relatable. Right. So you're like, Oh my God, I totally know what they're talking about. This is hilarious. And then it's just, it feels good mm-hmm. to like, listen and laugh about that. However, <laughs> I think I just, if God, you ever take a day for Alani to go listen to an episode of The Basement Yard. Okay. And you lay it side by side with any last words, you're going to be like, how the fuck are you listening to both of these podcasts? No, but, but that's really awesome because because, like because they, I know that people are more multifaceted than giving that sort a, of credit to. There's a purpose. To. There is a purpose. Some people listen to podcasts specifically for educational reasons. Like they only want to listen mm-hmm. to podcasts if right. it's information right. that they're getting. And for me, I feel like because I'm constantly like researching things for my job, mm. I prefer in a podcast to listen to something that's a little bit more for pleasure mm-hmm. rather than right. work, you okay. know? And so that's a very big thing for me. So I know what I'm looking for when I listen to podcasts. That's why I like listening to these guys that were funny. I would right. listen to comedians because yeah. I like, I need that. Everybody needs that. Um, but <laughs> everybody, everybody, everybody need that. <laughs> everybody needs everybody need that. <laughs> Go get you some of that. <laughs> Go laugh. <laughs> so then I started listening to your podcast and I loved the storytelling, the kind of mm-hmm. energy that you bring, there were so there was such a funny dynamic between the two guys. So it's like it's incredibly yeah. enjoyable to listen yeah. to. But yeah. you also had those layers. You were introducing as well hard conversations. Mm-hmm. You were introducing things that were serious and yeah. important, mm-hmm. and like asking these questions. Um, and I was like, this is good. Like this is really good. This is just like being a better human. Good. Like right. you know, and this is why it is important. And right now, the only other podcast that I'm listening to is done by a yogi that I have been following for a long time who has inspired me on a lot of levels. Yeah. And when she started doing podcasts, I was like, why would I not listen to her? Yeah. Because I love everything else that she does. Like, let me go listen to this podcast. And it's been great. It's been awesome. So I think that it's important to like, okay, if you're attracted to a certain topic or you're attracted to a certain person or like whatever, like you're going to go take time and you're going to go listen to that. Um, but I, you know, I stopped listening to the basement yard because they're great if you just want to laugh. Yeah. But it got to the point where I realized where my values were is like, I just wanted to focus on, um, growth. Yeah. And like, and expounding on that and that, you know, not to I to say that it's not fucking important to go just like listen to the comedians from time to time and just no, have a good time. No, no, but it I is. I wanted to listen to people talk about some deep shit. Yeah, and but, that's now but the also, only two podcasts but that I also to. laugh because yes, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been a fan. Just in in my little comedic mind, I've never been to a fan like, of low hanging fruit. Really, like that doesn't really do it for me. I like intelligent humor. 
I, I just I just can't really laugh. It's just, just the thing that anybody can see. Anybody can grab. I, I want something deeper. Right. So so I think that if you're listening to like a decent podcast, there should be layers of both. Like you should be getting real information, but just great humor out of that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's that's the way I sort of look at things. I I, I know that I see things with a very comedic mind, but I know that sometimes I just get stuck in a place where I'm like, no, everybody, listen, this is what it is. Mindfulness. Everybody's got to get better. Meditation, yoga, read books, do a journal. Like, you know, sometimes it gets a little, it gets a little, uh, haywire. I get, I get like this laser focus and I'm just trying to better the world. And it probably comes off as though I'm trying to take all of this on my myself. And I think it's important. <laughs> you know, I, I pointed out to somebody recently that, like, I love having big conversation. Like, right. going really, really deep and dissecting things that are really pertinent to mm. us as human beings, mm. really important in our lives. But also, if you just want to fucking talk about how you like your toast, I would joyfully have a conversation with you about toast. And mm. I'm going to really enjoy that conversation. Like, mm. um, you know, like, I, I, I try to find in each conversation like is there something in this for me like i how can i enjoy this mm -hmm. like you know and understanding that i do like and appreciate the little things too yeah like i don't expect myself to be going around and only talking about the soul and bettering our minds all of the all of the time nah. every freaking day like nah. if you just want to talk about we're gonna go get korean barbecue like absolutely let's freaking uh, do it like uh. you know and i'm like i'm i'm super okay with just like talking about you know, movies and video games and things like that. Now, however, if you're talking with somebody and you want to connect with them and they only want to talk about that surface level thing, mm. that's probably when you're going to try to like, you know, get under the floorboards a little bit and be like, uh, is there something? I usually, I usually take what's surface level and talk about the deepest components of them, though. As you possibly can. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I'll be tricking people. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like you think like if you just introduce a real surface conversation, like you think that it's just going to be there. It's not like I'm going to get I'm going to peel back the layers and get like we can talk about toast. You can bring up any conversation. To me, I promise you it's going to get to a point where you didn't think it was going to get Wrap it around. Something like, How the fuck did we get talking? About I promise you I do this. I promise you I do it. OK, so do you have any since your whole thing is trying to have the hard conversations, trying to have the real conversations, trying to get the truth out of people, trying to be real. Trying to grow, progress. So, so yes, come out of the cocoon, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> <laughs> Reveal her. Oh no! Right. So, so if, if if that's the case, what do you have any questions for me? Can you think of anything that you feel like is a difficult or or awkward or weird or necessary conversation that that needs to happen? Probably not. But I thought I'd put it out there in case. Well, in general, um, right now, like, I kind of, I try to ask questions, like, as they pop up, okay. as they come up. Okay, good. Um, and so, like, you know, if I listen to a podcast and they talk about something where I'm like, hmm, I, like, I never even, never even thought about this before. And, like, this is a really big deal to some people. Maybe I should start asking, asking about that people. a little bit more. Right. So then I went home and I would have a conversation with it about somebody be like, what are your thoughts about this? Because I've never thought about it before. Mm -hmm. Like, let's pick this apart a little bit. Right. So, like, I try to do that as it's happening and then start to, you know, understand, like, all the different, because there are all different perspectives of what's going on. And 
I feel like more and more things are coming up. You asked Mikey what I thought was really, really important. There we go. Oh, you yeah. Asked, you switch it. Dan, you switching this, this, oh, the seated, the okay. seated position. Okay. No, you asked Let me sit crisscross applesauce <laughs> with you. Let me hold on. You can you put your yoga. Get your, yeah. Yeah. Let's get go ahead. You. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead. You were asking him if you felt like if he was confident in the direction. <laughs> That human beings are headed in, yes. in general, in a general sense. And it's so, for me, I keep, like, I have so many moments where I feel like we've got to be going in the right direction. Because I just think about, like, where we were. And I'm like, there were conversations that literally could not be had for a period of time or you would have been fucking killed. Like, there were things right. that you literally couldn't even say. And now right. we're in a time in a society where it's like, oh, those things don't matter. Like, this is starting to become a norm. Like... And so I'm like, we because of that, I'm like, we got to be going in the right direction. But there are also so many things where I'm like, oh, my God, are we really going in the right direction? Like, there, there's yeah, so many Yeah, I was about to say, like, there ought to be yes. something so that I gives you pause. I feel like, you know, so, but I'm like, I do, I feel like I got to, like, I have to have that, that, like, you when you talked about, you know, I need to go out there with my little squirt gun, my little water pistol, and I need to put, you know, I don't care how small that is. How like, I have to I'm believe. Getting. That it's going to make a difference. Because in my mind, I'm like, I got to believe that we're going in the right direction. Otherwise, why the fuck are we doing anything? Like, oh, you know, what is, mm, what is, you know. Then you just get, dive in. You just plunge into complete nihilism It's at that absolutely point. hilarious. So, like, my sister and I, um, <laughs> we have, like, a lot of similar energy. Mm. But we care about very different things. And mm. I think it's absolutely hilarious that when we talk about what we want to do for a living. Mm. This is hilarious the 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 I black and white. Really forgot you had a old yes. Yes, and yes. we talk about this conversation. Yeah. I like working with people and doing this wellness because I have a very firm belief that people have the capacity to change, okay. which is why I do what I do. Okay, like if you want to change something about yourself, fantastic. Let's fucking do it. Okay. My sister thinks that nobody can change <laughs> ever, and so right. and I think it's hilarious that she's like, I would rather work in a morgue with dead people. Because, mm. because and and she's you know, a lot of her, her theory or hyperbolic, or she, or she does she no, no does no, she no. actually mean that? No, she a thousand percent. Oh, she actually means a this. thousand okay. percent means okay. that. But okay. she's rather like she's like I would rather like try to give some sort of, um, oh my god, what is the word that I'm looking donation? For? No, 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 contribution. No, like, how do you like uh? When a family is like in mourning and like she wants oh, you to want to give some sort of uh, uh, console? Yes, yeah, like she was like I would rather like help people with that. Yes. You know, because it's like that they're dead. There's nothing about that that's going to change. It's like I would rather help you to move on and give you some sort of closure than, Mm -hmm. you know, that because she's like, I can't help people in the living. They're never going to change. Yes. And I'm like, okay, that's hilarious that like we both have this like working with people idea in our mind, but it's like Mm -hmm. for very different reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just think it's absolutely um, intriguing. But that's, I, I thought it was very, so when it comes to, having these hard conversations. I'm like, I got to believe we're going in the right direction because like, we're people are talking about these things. Mm-hmm. There are tons of podcasts where people are talking about sex. People are talking about the racism that's go- been going on. People are yeah. talking about um, the kind of my, my only problem, my only, my only problem, my only pushback on all this is people are having the conversations, but a lot of the time they're having the conversations about the wrong details on things. Or they're they're analyzing things completely incorrectly anyway, or they're saying we're gonna have the conversation the way that we want to have it, and so that's not always having the conversation. 
the way that you want to have it. And I don't want to hear anything that you have to say if it's not what I have to say isn't really having the conversation. So that's why I say, yeah, sure, we're having conversations, but then we're also not having conversations. It just looks we're nominally having conversations. It looks like it. But a lot of time we're actually not having the conversation. I um, see what you're saying. And, and so and that and, is an and issue. so even if you want to believe you're right. I mean, you the thing is, you don't have to believe that we're going in the right way to try to do the right thing. You can oh. still you can still say that's what the whole, whole water gun metaphor was yep. for is this shit is burning down regardless. Yes. Like, that's, yeah, that's my understanding of things is things are just people. It's just bad. <laughs> it's just, just just shit is just crazy out here. And so best thing you want to do is just try to slow down the destruction. Mm -hmm. That's really, that's really where I'm at. So, so I am in the moment. I'm, I'm always, I'm pretty optimistic about things. Um, and I'm pretty forthright about the moment and what I'm doing and who I'm doing it with and making sure that we all have an elevated experience, no matter what it is I'm doing it and who, or who I'm sharing it with. But in the long term, nah, we out of (laughs) here. <laughs> in the long term, nah, this fucking world is out of oh here. Oh my god! Yeah, we're done. Human beings are done. Like we, oh we're, we're so we're so done. We've made so many bad decisions and are going to continue down uh, that road. Yeah. Well, I yeah. Yeah, it's all right though. But we're gonna have fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna have fun. Is there is there anything at all that you feel like you need to say? You want to talk about anything that's important to you? In, in, important conversations you're having with anyone that you feel like have to make it on the platform? Anything at all you want to give a message to Keon? Is what I, it's, Keon, we miss you so much, and you're doing great. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I can't wait for him to come back on here on the on, on the next episode and talk about why he just has a new job after getting a new job. I I can't wait for him I'm to intrigued. talk about because we're gonna because we're, we're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of fun on that one. Yes. Okay. Any of those questions I just had, you get you can answer any of those questions I just asked. Um, well, one thing that I was curious there about. There we go. <laughs> Let it out. This was something I thought was uh, Unload the clip. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. I was listening to the radio one day when when the conversation was brought up about like, you know, it should be acceptable for like when relationships end. For you to be able to almost like go through like a survey with that person yeah. about like what was going wrong, like why <laughs> didn't it work? Cause you know, so that way it's like oh. okay, do I know how to like do better going forward? Yeah, man. So I was like, I felt like it kind of would be fun a little bit to have uh, this because I was like, oh, you ready? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what you think I'm here for? I don't know. This you see, be- you see how I'm sitting do right you see now. This? Yogi position. I figured it would be a very interesting dynamic. Well, well, and and the reason I've been such a proponent of that is because I've been the person on the, uh, I've been both person on both sides where somebody just ghosts me out the blue and they're just gone. I'm like, all right, we'll get, but then again, I still kind of have some sort of idea of what I did. And I I, I also feel like for people that I kind of just hit them with the slow fade. Now you have the ghost. I've talked about this before. You have the ghost and that's just you disappearing off the face of the map they don't know how to get in contact with you no more you blocked them you did a bunch of stuff that's kind of ill that's wild when people do that i'm not so much a ghoster i have slow faded which is just you just you talking to them you start sending a little bit less and less through the text messages that at some point they get the point because women are much better than men at getting the hint right so then they start to realize okay he doesn't want to talk to me anymore and then you slowly fade out and then there's just the having the discussion with them hey listen this is why i'm leaving now (laughs) 
this is this is how I feel about what you've been going through. You don't have to agree with me, but this is how I feel. This is my perspective yes. on you and what you brought and what I brought and how this is not no longer going to work. It needs me. to happen because I was just talking to you like it I does. didn't I didn't have closure in my yeah. last relationship. And that was something too is like I was talking to somebody I was very close to. They were like, "Listen, um I really trust your input and I trust you as a person. I'm trying to end the relationship that I'm in with so and so, and this is what I would like to say to them. Can you give me some feedback? And I was like, all around, everything that you're saying is fucking fantastic because right. they just want to know what's going on. Right. So I'm like, you being like, I feel that this is what's happening in the relationship. Right. This would make me feel more comfortable. This is, I feel like I, you know, saying like, this is what I want. Like people need to hear that. Mm-hmm. And that is what, like, you know, you're talking about like some people that don't want to have that, like, that conversation of this is what I want. Like, this is over. Like people don't want to have that conversation because it's hard or it's yeah. uncomfortable. We're fucking adults. Like you yeah, need to be like, able, yeah, it's much, like, it's it much easier ridiculous. for me to just block this number oh real quick. God. And just, it is like, <laughs> just leave you stranded at sea. You're about, not every person has the, the capacity yeah. to work with that, to work with just being well, first like, of all, cut not, off. Not many, you know? unless like, you did something that is egregious. You're not really gonna know. I'm thinking about a couple girls that I've ghosted, and the That's fact that, that I the needed the yeah. fact that the fact that I needed to ghost them. They know what they did. That and see, that's the difference. <laughs> like it's it was like, that if egregious. There wasn't a great big cataclysmic thing that you were talking about that clearly was like, well, I don't think we're coming back from this. And we, then you I can't like, take you to different. a party and you start telling people that your baby is my baby. <laughs> Yeah, when you tell when, if that's not my baby, like, oh my God. you can't do because you don't want to go through the rigmarole of telling them the story of how you really got that baby and whose baby it was when you didn't know it was that person's baby. Like you can't, you know what I mean? Like you can't do that. And then, and then just come back and because you don't want to have that discussion. Oh yeah, it's his baby. No, you can't do that. And then put, and then put me through hell through many other ways as well. But either way, you know what it is you did. If I have ever ghosted you, I would feel like if not, then you, then that's the least of your worries. What you need to be worrying about is just self-awareness. Right. <laughs> you need to just be reading the room so you yeah, can I, figure out what you're doing wrong. Right. right. I have many friends that have gone on many, many dates and they're still dating. They're trying to get it together. And women just keep saying, yeah, you know, like I'm good. I'm just not feeling whatever it is. Like, you know, we're just, I'm going to be done now with this, with going out. And my friends, like many people do, they're going to try to save face, which looks something like, all right, cool. Well, you know, it's been nice. They have a good day in life, I guess. But now there's no data. You can right. only work off of data. And so you have no reason why what's going on. So you can just try to. And it doesn't mean that everything that the person's going to tell you is 100 percent true and you're just the worst person. But you need to be able to delineate between the things that people tell you that seem like they ring true. Like, okay, maybe this was that, me. Like, maybe I did this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so that's when you have your counsel, your friends and your family that can answer these questions and be like, hey, they said that I do this a whole lot. What do you, how do you feel about that? Yeah, actually, you do kind and of be doing that. And if you have good friends and family, good friends. Honest, they yes. will tell you. Yes. And I think that's incredibly important because some people be like, no. No, yeah. no. They're terrible. Don't listen to them. You exactly. can do better. Exactly. Like, no, we need to be kept accountable and yes. like and recognize. This that was we my don't... whole point during that potential essay. This was the whole point. Yes. Is having honest people around you that can actually 
sort of pseudo accurately appraise your potential and let you know about these things as you go through life and have to navigate all these situations where things are coming up to you and letting you know, red flag, red flag, no, you're fucking up here. Red flag, you're fucking up here. Red flag, this person doesn't want to be with you for this. Red flag, no one's ever going to want to be with you because of this. Like that, But that's real, though. You need to figure out what those things are. But no one ever asks because they want to save face. They don't want to be right. told about themselves. And the person isn't just offering the information when they leave you. So people just leave and don't know what it is. And then you go into the next relationship and do the same thing. Yeah. And so on and so forth. So... You and, so so you and I, so you would like to, to, to travel gonna, back in time. That's what I think is going to be interesting, too, is like you and I. I have a pretty decent memory. Yeah. No, I definitely think I do, too. But I also think that it's it's going to be interesting that we have also done an exponential amount of growth yes. since that time. Yes. So it's going to be very interesting being like, well. Exponential ex, uh, existential excavation. Nice. Exponential existential Excavation. excavation beautiful indeed absolutely beautiful so i feel like it's gonna be very interesting looking back because like i know at least like the mental place mm-hmm. that i was in at that time right and like the, the kind of shift that yeah. was happening for me mm-hmm. and like where i am now and i look back on that and i think it's absolutely hilarious i'm like okay well i i feel like i can easily be like all right jess you shouldn't fucking do the xyz but mm-hmm. also like he shouldn't do the xy fucking z one thousand percent so it was like you know definitely- i shouldn't have done a through z <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have done any one of those things. Any one of those 24 things. That's how many letters there are on the alphabet, what, right? 24? What, what got you to that point for you to, to the s- point of recognizing you shouldn't have done something you did? I was the worst person in the world. What I'm saying is like, when, how did you get that? Well, well, like, it, well again, it, no it, way you woke up one morning and you're like, I'm a piece of shit. Like, no way. No, like, no. Uh, not so much. I mean, kinda. It, it hits you in waves, right? Because I was never the person. I was just a. I was just insecure and a coward for for years, for years and years. So, because I knew that when I did things and I made people around me feel bad and them cry and stuff like that in my face, it never like. Let's get this straight. It never felt good. <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> For anybody, I don't know, that used to know me or I don't know where you think I was going to go with that. But it never felt good to see someone going through pain in front of me. Like, that was never cool. I was just too selfish and, and cowardly to to tell people what it is I wanted, right? Which which then put me in a position where now I'm going and doing other things that I want without this person that I supposedly have a meaningful and understanding relationship with. Like, they, there's completely unbeknownst to them. Um. And so, yeah, you just kind of go through that. And then time and time again, you keep hurting people over and over. And it takes a toll. It should take a toll on you at some point in time. And you should realize, well, this doesn't feel good. So I'm not I'm not inherently a bad person because it doesn't feel good that I'm doing these bad things. These people I'm recognizing that it doesn't feel good. So it just keeps happening over and over and over. And then you come and you give me the crossroads, which is an ultimatum like, yo, Get your shit together and are we going down this path of the the fucking, you know, Labrador and the white picket fence and whatever the fuck else. You know, that's kind of how it was painted to me. Like, are we going down? Are we going to ha- at least have yes. these conversations or not? Yes. And I was 
22, 23, whatever it was. And I was like, no, yeah, no, I'm not having that conversation. That's not where I'm at right now. So then you chose road B. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I, there's, and then after that, it took time, but then through those years, I just stopped dating people like on that, like I didn't have another girlfriend again. And I realized why that was the case. I was before I was just a serial monogamist, right? Like I was, I had been in a relationship ever since sixth grade. Are you sure? No, this since, is this is since, what I'm asking. Since is, sixth grade, no, I, I had never saying, not been in a relationship. But I want you to understand that when you are and with fifty people. Okay, what I'm saying is, when you are monogamous, that implies one partner. It does. And so for some years with some people, I was, I was, okay, so let's change that. All right, let's try again. So <laughs> I was just a whore. <laughs> just, that's just the better way to, we might as well just, oh we might as well just go I like, because it's the quickest way. Like I okay. was, I was, um, uh, I was promiscuous. Okay. For many, many years. Yes. Okay. Since the sixth grade, when I'm just running around kissing girls, trying to grab butts, because that's what you do, yep. you know, on to however, to when you and I were dating, very promiscuous person. Mm-hmm. But again, a lot of that, I look back and the cowardice, because I don't want to tell people what I really feel and how I truly want to live, because if I would have did that, I would have been doing that back then. And when I would have been liberated, I would have been living the way that I wanted to instead of trying to be in relationships with people, but staying within these confines that I'm not actually comfortable being. Do you feel like being. some of that's really started when we were in our relationship because I felt the like growth? a lot of that conversation came up. You and I were dating also. I think the again I've been I've had a predisposition for this. Like my mind has been waiting to grow and unlock a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But you were dating me around the time that I had my first um psychedelic experience. And I know that that kind of put it in a, a different gear. Mm-hmm. And then I came back and really started thinking about things differently. But yes, 1000% that that a lot of that growth happened in that time cuz those are my early 20s. A lot, a lot of growth happens in that point in time. So I was, we, we were definitely having a lot of different conversations, a lot of conversations we weren't having that we should have had. Mm-hmm. But either way, yes, tons of learning, tons of growth after that. And then I was just, I'm just single, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to casually date people because again, even for me, casually spending time around somebody, you're still making meaningful. It's still quality time yeah. I'm spending with them, so it feels good to spend time with all these different people. I'm, I'm learning so much. From all these different people, I'm learning how to give and to take from so many different kinds of people. Like you're just learning yourself yeah. more and learning other people more and what it is they need and what you need and how those two things can align and how they look when they're manifested in front of you. Because mm-hmm. there's just a bunch of stuff you don't be knowing about yourself and what you're willing to take on. Yeah. What you're willing to tolerate, what you're not willing to tolerate. If toleration should be that much of your relationship. Like how much should you be tolerating for this pocket of goodness that you're getting in return? for? Yes. It's a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of different things that you're thinking about. Absolutely. So yes, a lot of growth on my end out of our relationship. Uh, and yeah, I became a much, much better person. I just stopped. I stopped lying after our relationship. I stopped lying to people. Yeah. Cause it's just so much more liberating. And then after that, whoo, yeah. Like I'm now, now I'm just, I'd be looking people right in the eyes and it's just truth. And they just have to deal with it now. That's my life now. I'm incredibly happy to hear that. Yeah. I think that that's the only 
I'm not gonna say. And I'm sorry too, because you had to go through a relationship with younger Earl, and so I've never. I don't think I've. I'm incredibly thankful for that time. So I understand why, like you look back and you're like, I know that that's this is where my mind was at, but also I think that it was a very big gift to see you at the point in time where you were trying to make a shift. Yeah. To like to see because I I grew a lot in that relationship too because you were like. What are we fucking doing out here? Why are we living by these standards? I started questioning you things. Know? And you so were then there. I started asking questions. And by so, approximation, you were just like, what the fuck what is going right? on? You know, and so like there was a lot of growth that happened. So that was a very, it was an incredibly important mm. relationship mm. that I think that we had. It was also a lot of fucking fun. Like yeah. I have so many great memories from th- that time. And I think yeah. that that's awesome. So I appreciate that looking back. Obviously, I understand what wasn't working, mm. but I wasn't looking back like, Whew, fucking glad I got out of that one. Holy shit. Like, yeah, I'm not, yeah, like, you yeah, know, it yeah, wasn't yeah, like yeah. that. I yeah. was like, and uh, even people around me too, other people were like, I liked Earl. Yeah. You know, like even they recognized that they were well, like, cool. you were happy. Yes, that okay. was good. Okay, and so that's cool. important to understand. Like, I feel where you were coming from. Hmm. There are obviously technical aspects that like weren't working. And I kind of want to speak to that a little bit. But generally, it was good. It was yeah. a very good relationship. Technical properties, what? such as. <laughs> 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 Tell me about the technicality so, of the relationship. And I want to speak because there might be somebody listening that was thinking or is thinking kind of the way that my mind was. And you, they might be in a position where they're like, oh, my God, I'm encountering the same kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I kind of I would love to speak on that. So when Earl and I started uh, dating, I was very much I, I'm a monogamous. I was very much like I want a person. This is my person only this person and Earl's like we don't belong to anybody you don't belong to me I don't belong to you Mm. and that is how he defined our relationship (laughs) I want to know I was like hey so like what is this and he's like I mean we're just (laughs) having a good time (laughs) so I think that it's incredibly important to recognize that like I was like this is what I want right and Earl's like this is what I want. Right. So I want to specify first that it was communicated between us, mm. like the expectations from mm. the relationship, yeah. which makes this all the more important. Now, Earl, mm. at some point in time, could have been like, mm, I should cut this off because she really wants this and yeah. I do not want to step into that. Yeah. Additionally, I could have backed the fuck out way earlier because right. in my mind, I'm like, oh, maybe I can convince him. Yeah, it's always that. Like, I could have stepped out being like, okay, well, he doesn't want that, and I want that, so it's not going to work. It took me a lot longer to get to the point where it was like, oh, maybe my sister's right. He's not going to (laughs) change. You know, so it wasn't really like that. But but in my mind, it was like, But just the fact that she thinks that about people in general. Are you in a relationship where you are constantly waiting for that person to fit your expectations? Right. Or... Do you both have the same expectation? Do you both have the same interests? Potential. Like, you know, like what is what is the function? You know, what and so is it the is, function? It is so important to to recognize that because I do think that it's important. And it might that might not even be the dynamic, but I think that are there are a lot of people that are in a relationship thinking that person is going to become the person I want them to be. So I'm gonna stay here. Fuck, that was my last relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, but it happens. It is important to recognize yeah. when that is where you are operating versus like, no, I love everything about what this person's got going on right mm-hmm. now. And I just want to encourage them to keep being more of that mm-hmm. rather than, you know, I love this about them. 
but I bet you I can finagle this to change as time mm. goes by, mm. you know? Mm. Like, and I think that that's incredibly important. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of slightly calling bullshit on loving everything about someone, but if that's how oh, you no, feel... Okay. What, is, what is important is to recognize that, like, obviously, when you are any any person, there are going to be things that kind of rub you the wrong way, or they might have, like, a little, like, a thing that they do. A little, and it's like a little Yes, that kind of, like, mm, it's like a pet peeve of yours or whatever. That is different mm. between, like, this person is constantly demeaning me, mm. this, this person is constantly cheating on me, yeah. this person is not holding their own weight, like, they're they're super unmotivated and they, they're not going to go get a job, right. so, like, I have to do... You know what? There's yeah, a yeah, difference yeah. between, like, yes. this is literally hindering me in my life. Right. But I'm going to do everything I can to continue See, this relationship. See, that's what I'm saying. Versus... Because you've gotten down to the function of the relationship, yes. which is to not only not hinder, but to encourage and bolster. Yes. Versus being with somebody and being like this person as a unit, I'm willing to tolerate their little quirk right. or that little, you know, right. their, their, you know, whatever. I'm willing to totally accept that because the good is way outweighing the the bad or the inconvenience yes. you know if you will like you you see the much greater good in that person and it's really hard because if you are so hell-bent on making a relationship work the other relationship that is hindering you you'll do the same fucking thing yeah and you will try to find that sliver mm-hmm. and you'll be like ah if i just look at just that yeah. then i can forget about all of this for a little while right um and it's it's that's why I think it's incredible. It's pathological is what it is. It's so <laughs> so tough. Yeah. So technicalities. Uh, so I mean, is that is that pretty much it as far as the technicalities and in, in the? Well, yeah, I want to know like make sure like that was. I feel like that was a very big dynamic of the yeah. relationship. Was like that was the yeah. Ultimately, was the reason why like it didn't continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that that's important to recognize. Yeah, very true. But yeah, it went well. <laughs> <laughs> I've always looked back when people have talked to me about it and been like, I thought it went pretty well, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I think you and I have had two completely different, like, split screen ideas of how exactly it ended. When I, when yeah. people talk to me about it, or I've ever talked to people about it, I've always been like, I thought it was pretty cool. Like, it seemed to me to be the most, I've always titled it the most civil breakup I've seen. I'm really seen thankful to that. Part that was a big part of why I wanted to follow up and why I wanted to tune into the podcast because, like, that was the first relationship that I had ever been in where technically I was the one to leave the relationship. Yeah. Every relationship I was in before then, I was the one that got left. Mm. And there's a different mindset afterwards. Like when that relationship ended, I wondered, I'm like, if I had hurt him in some way, because mm. I made this decision, like mm. how the fuck is he doing now right. that I don't talk to him anymore? Like what did that do? Mm. Just because I'm on the receiving end most of the time. And I'm right. like, I know how hard that is. So it was like, again, it wasn't, oh, like again, a really aggressive or horrifying breakup. But mm. that was still a very big thing in my mind mm. for a while that I never I never got to ask. I never yeah. got to reach out. You know, so like listening to podcasts, I was like, oh, good. Yeah. Earl's still, he's still living his very best life. Like yeah. he's doing great. You know, and so it felt good to just know that was like, that was not a thing that actually like, held him up or like, yeah. like really devastated him or like great good yeah Still i've, good. I, you know, yeah, I've always been taken by the idea of spontaneity and that things just continue to come and go and live and breathe and die and you flourish and wither away 
like I've always been completely okay with that. So when people come in life, then I I breathe in whatever beauty is brought by their presence while they're there and when they're not, they're not. But there are plenty of other things still going on. So I think yeah. that that idea of uh, it's a healthy detachment, honestly, is the way that I look at it. And so it's it's always been it's always been fine for me for for people in general to come and go. I think that that's okay. That's fantastic. I love it actually. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do, which is why I can have these conversations, which is why I can just bring new people on. We haven't spoken in however long, but we just came here. It's we're hour 50 in, you know what I mean, to this recording. And that's just off the cuff. It's easy. Yeah, because for me, the, again, there doesn't have to have you don't have to have these tetherings, these attachments to these really weird, distraughtful ideas about what it could be or what your relationship with that person was and why it's not that anymore and what right. the deficit means it doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. that that deficit that that not being there doesn't mean that when we come back together that there can't be a fruitful conversation that takes place Absolutely. by any means yes because this has been a great conversation you're here you got the rainbow earrings <laughs> on <laughs> the little tassels <laughs> underneath them you know what I mean? You came, you ate your soup. I offered you a spoon in my home. You're welcome. Be very you had hospitable. a great, you know what I mean? Had a great conversation about a lot of things, the technicalities of the relationship, the bringing the dog out of people so that they can oh. exercise, trying to get them a little bit more uh, mindful nutrition, single item meals, you call them, all sorts of stuff. Yoga, where we are, how we feel. We're good. We're in good places. We're in good places. Why are you just laughing at me? I just like I just uh, this, this. It's a nice wrap up of it everything. Is, it's it been is. it's it's been really really good. Fantastic. And so, how do you feel? So let's 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 do this before we sign up. What is your summation of this conversation of everything that has taken place? I think it's been fantastic. Honestly, in general, I think that the entire concept that this I feel like for most people they can't have this opportunity is to, with somebody that you've had a very close relationship with, and the dynamics of that relationship change. Right. You don't see each other, or you don't speak to each other for a period of time, and then you come back, <laughs> right? and you can still see that person. My God, I loved, one of my uh, one of my closest friends was sending me a, a thing. This spoke, literally, was like right after you said this in a podcast, she sent me this thing, and I was like, holy crap, Like that's incredibly important. As people are evolving... Who you are right now is not who you were yesterday or seven years ago or 17 years ago or whatever. Like, you know, who you are now is is a different person. And the people that actively choose to want to be around that person. Yeah. To the effect of like she was saying, like, I'm thankful that I get to know who you are right now. Right. And I think that it's so incredibly awesome that after all that time and after our previous notions of our relationship and everything mm. like that, that we can just show up today yeah. and we can just look at each other and be like, I'm really thankful to be talking to you right now and who right. you are in this moment. Yeah, for sure. I think that's really fantastic. Not like I expected to show up and talk to Earl from seven years ago. No. Right? You yeah, know, so I think that that's incredibly valuable. Um, So I'm very thankful for that. And it's I think it's been a really fun conversation. Yeah. I wanted to point out, <laughs> it's just like, a, this is like in the back. <laughs> What'd you want to point out? Just uh, what'd you want to point out? I'm not gonna do. I'm not like because at the end of the last pod, I thought it was funny that Mikey was like, "Oh, I'm gonna bring up. I'm gonna talk about lyrics." Mm -hmm. What I thought was funny, and I'm so glad that you did this. I was like, Earl, thank you for for bringing up a song that wasn't 
just a rap song and talking about the lyrics and how like down this, with is, the sickness? this is going to get somebody in trouble. Yes. And I'm so glad because you said down with the sickness and I knew exactly what you were talking about. I was like, oof, this is going to be, yep, this is a lot. But I was surprised that the song wasn't Natalie. Oh, no. Like I, for a hot second, I was like, He's going to say Bruno Mars. And when you said Down With Sickness, I was like, okay, that's worth Oh, but, that's funny. But I thought it was funny because I listened to Natalie and I'm like, yo, this song is a jam. But we want to talk about, he's talking about digging the ditch for yeah. this gold digging bitch. Yeah. And how he will spend the rest of his life in jail. Right, with, this, with the smile on his face, I think he said. With smile on his face. And oh my God, I listened to that and we song. we talk about I'm, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. <laughs> and so I'm like, I thought you were going to. Nah, people really just <laughs> let that pass. Like, right? People I was just, like, how did nobody talk about this song like, yeah yeah he definitely the people just let that go because when you sing and dance around lyrics oh, it changes because i'm like you can talk great. about killing some woman from a, she was like a stripper or something right wasn't natalie or she was just like some gold digging just like I some think regular she was just, yeah i think it was just gold okay he was he he fell in love with her yeah yeah yeah. and yeah and then she, she struck him for all yeah. of his money yeah yeah yeah. that's a real story for a lot of people out right there. you know huh. like but yeah, no, that is hilarious. He definitely got that song off. That was a great album. That was on Orthodox oh, Jukebox. So such a good album. Such a great album. But I thought it was so funny because like you started talking about lyrics. I was like, who we now talk about Natalie? Because I'm like, I'm kind of concerned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, he definitely, he definitely got that. Amazing one off. song though. If you haven't listened to it, definitely go listen to it. It's great. Yeah, if you haven't listened, don't even listen to this podcast if you haven't heard it. <laughs> <laughs> on on Orthodox Jukebox, it's ridiculous. Go listen to that album. It has Treasure on there. It has Gorilla. Has all the bangers it's, on oh there, God, locked, yes. locked out of heaven. Like, what are you talking about? Oh my gosh, it's a great. There's nothing great but album. bangers on there. Yep. Yeah. Anywho, so I definitely wanted to bring that. Up. Um, do you have some some last words for the people, Jessica? We are here. Thank you so much for coming on the pod. Thank you so much for at a moment me. at a moment's notice. Earl, this Thank was you such so a much joy. for supporting the pod for doing everything Absolutely. you have done and giving you little contributions in our in our DMs about things that how we suck and how we can be better. <laughs> you know, I don't recall. <laughs> you know, but it's just really, really great. Again, that you with do the those putting things. words, and I don't understand. I love why. that you did it. Honestly, it's just having our backs. Again, you know we gotta I mean? keep each other accountable. Yeah, you know because because I'm about the negative reinforcement. We don't get enough of it. It's so frustrating. I know, like even as a teacher, like that's what I told you. Why I was like, I think that feedback yeah. is so important because yeah. as a teacher, when people come to me after a class and be like. Oh my God, I love that you did this or you said this or whatever. And that this really worked for me or resonated with me. I'm like, oh my God, thank you so much. That helps me. That I know how I reached you. Or when people come up and they're like, hey, when they tell me, oh, okay, maybe switch how you pace this or maybe mm. maybe change the warm up a little bit so that we're a little right. more prepared for whatever. Like, right. These are things that I need to know to get better. Otherwise, who's going to te keep teaching shit classes? Like, yes. we don't need to do that. Yeah. So I think it's incredibly important to also provide like, these are ways that you can legitimately get better. Not constructive just like, hey, is the cares. operative. Nobody cares about what you have to say. Just fucking stop. Constructive like, is the op is the operative word there. Absolutely. Constructive criticism is incredibly, incredibly useful. You can't just demolish. No. And, and not construct. No. <laughs> you can't just break. You can't just break it down. You got to rebuild it. Yes. Guys. <laughs> okay. Gosh. Um. So what I would say, like again, I'm really thankful for this opportunity. This was absolutely fantastic. But I think it's incredibly important because. I, I'm happy to be on this podcast. I'm happy to support this podcast and tell other people about this podcast because I really think that it is worth my time. I think it's worth a listen. I think it is worth your time who you who's listening right now. <laughs> um, and I think that it's so important for us to recognize we were talking about in terms of exercise, even finding your why. Mm -hmm. what, I, what I would like to say, my last words are that 
whatever the, the feat that you're going into for some people, it is exercise and stepping into a new routine and a new regime, whether you're trying to step into a new job, whether you are trying to start a podcast and you've never done it before, whatever it is that you are trying to do, what I think is incredibly important is to know that you are worth it and that you are deserving of that. If it's exercise and you're like, oh my God, that sounds like a lot of work. You deserve to be strong. You deserve to be healthy. You deserve to feel really fucking good. So whatever it is, like you deserve all of that. And I think that it's incredibly important for you to make sure that you have people to remind you that you are deserving of that. So if your circle is not continuing to remind you that you deserve that bigger picture and that something more awesome, you should get a better circle. Oh, (laughs) bars. Bars. Go ahead, just damn <laughs> preaching to the people. She just said that all of you suck. That's not what I all said. of your, what all I of your, all of your friends I suck. I didn't say that. I said observe and get out there. Observe. observe your, observe your sucky friends so. and observe your sucky conduct uh. and and, may, and get better. <laughs> just get better. Those are Earl's last words. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. I was, yeah, um, yeah. My last words are again. Thank you. And thank you, (laughs) the listeners, because, again, it just every single time there's a click, every single time someone is listening in and new people are listening in and new cities are listening in, it's I just I take it as it comes. But I'm floored. I'm floored by it. I've talked about this many times. I'm not going to stop giving thanks to the people that listen. So it's just going to keep coming. You guys are going to keep hearing this every so often. It's still weird to me. It still rattles my brain that people are willing to click on these and listen. So thank you. Thank you. Thank all of you. The God in me. Honest to God. And each and every one of you. Thank you for listening. We're done. We're out of here. Peace, everybody.